This is Real Eyes Radio, Episode 5. We're jumping right in. Hello. Hey, hey, Rambo. How's your Friday? Your good Friday. Good. How's it going? Good. We've got, I've just only just recently now, the, the capital thing, aren't they? It's like really new, just the last hour or something. It's really? It's just in the last two hours. I know. I'm kind of staying out of it. All I, all I saw was a purple car. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. So they've been stabbed. There's been it's stabbing, right? It's not a shooting at the couple. It's a stabbing. Is that what I'm? Yeah, he, no, he rammed. He ran two policemen over, okay. and then jumped out with a, a knife. Oh, the, wow. the driver jumped out with a knife and then was shot dead. Oh wow! So all in all, there was three. <laughs> there was just three. Three deaths. Oh, there you yeah, go. Three. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> as usual, the number three's there. Uh, per usual. Yeah, it's pretty strange. Um, I feel like this is a, a level, a, you know, a leveling up or a ramping up of what we experienced on the sixth, on January sixth, with the Capitol insurgents, which was all theater. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't really know what to make of this. Yeah, it um, feels like a build up to something. I think with all these constant, like smaller things, smaller, like psyops, really. Yeah. It feels like it's a build-up. I feel like I can feel a build-up coming to like a 9-11 kind of illusion going on. Oh, wow. You know, I think it's significant because you're in the UK and you're being saturated like minute by minute. You were aware the minute this capital thing happened. It's not happening in a vacuum. It's not happening just here in Washington, D.C. You know, it spreads like wildfire immediately. And you're... They want us to know, don't they? They want, they want us to us. know. They want yeah, to see. that's that's the thing. When it's everywhere, they want us to all see it. You know, so. I'm curious because our the Capitol has been all the photos that I've seen of the Capitol photos and videos have been walled up, boarded up. You know, really intricate gating systems all around the Capitol. How did this person even even drive to the barricade? I'm I'm curious how people even navigate the streets of DC. How anything like this could even happen. I don't believe the scene's even real. Like when you're looking either. at the scene, it doesn't look real. It looks CGI to me. Yeah. And Murph had brought up how all the colors are there. I saw the purple, you know, of course I saw the purple vehicle. That's the first thing I saw and just turned away. Said, nope, not today. <laughs> and it's the ages. I want to see the ages. Uh, yes, thinking, maybe it's going to be, be like 33. Yeah, and 33. I was thinking 33 and then I thought 36. I'm going to go with 51. <laughs> okay. Nice. So 33 of 51 of the policemen, I, I reckon. <laughs> I like it. It covered the spread because you got your 33 in there. Always those same kind of numbers in it and the ages and the dates. Oh, look who it is. We've got Murph. Hey, Murph. Happy Friday. Same to you. Very good week, huh? How's it's it been going an there? excellent week. <laughs> it feels actually quite uh, cathartic. Yeah, I feel the same. I feel the same. It's kind of been like, looks like it's been like kind of a nice atmosphere, hasn't it? Because not much has gone on really, has it, this week? Just the George Floyd, was it like the George Floyd trial? That was the George Floyd trial has taken talk up a about lot of, that. yeah. Mm -hmm. We've had this tonight. I was surprised we didn't get anything on April Fool's Day. I, I, I really thought we might have got something. Right. Just... Well, there was a train, there was a train accident. In, in Taiwan, I believe, you know, it was on like a holiday weekend. And so it's just very emotionally charged with the news of people going home to their families for the holiday. So that's something I'm kind of keeping an eye on. 
So just today we had them um, just not long ago. I seen the Hunter Biden video. Someone sent me that. Have you seen that yet? <sighs> yes. Yes. So Reese, fake. It's the it's, clip where he's on Good Morning America, some Sunday show, right? And they're kind of teasing it, teasing it, teasing the preview of the weekend show. Yeah, he looks fake. He looks CGI. You can tell that he's not in the room. You can tell that he's in a green screen environment and not in the room with the uh, interview. I don't even think that. I just think yeah. he's fully not fake. That he's totally. He's yeah. Just not doesn't even exist at all. I feel I'm just another you. one of them boogeymen to like part of the story and a part of the movie. Yeah. I only say the green screen part because if if you're not there yet, you know, if you're not there yet on these characters not being real. And you think Hunter Biden exists, you know, and you think there's a Hunter Biden who's getting his laptop stolen, who's, you know, hanging out with hookers in Motel 6, whatever, sucking on a crack pipe 24-7, Hunter Biden, the, the Hunter Biden we know and love. <laughs> if you believe that this uh, jester, this fool, um, this buffoon is real, well, you know, that's one, that is one thing. And it's going to be really difficult for you to entertain the idea of him not existing. But maybe you can still see that he's not there in the room. Maybe you could still see that it's a green screen and he's not actually the background's fake. You know, maybe I feel like sometimes we have to start in little bits and bites. We can't just go all the way to the one yard line with saying these people don't exist. We have to kind of, we have to kind of. Yeah, you have to build up to, you kind of have to build up yeah. to that, don't you really? And we had Gilly Maxwell in the news, didn't we, as well? Um, I've seen that she's being charged with something as well. Yeah, what's that relevant on her? I, I, again, I saw that she, that they posted the picture of her with the purple dress, you know, and. Yeah, I, that's, they use that in all the stories, didn't they, that day? They do, they, they're making, they, 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 it seems like that's the only photo available of her with all these updates, it's kind of crazy. Um, I did notice that, you know, it, we don't, we still don't have a mugshot. We still don't have a mugshot of her. I, I'm kind of becoming a broken record on that, but. It seems, it seems farcical and comical that they keep bringing her up in this trial. They keep kicking all the details of, you know, more, more victims coming forward or, or more litigation coming from the DOJ or, uh, and now she's got, she's got a husband and, you know, and they're like on the hook for $25 million or, or something. They're being sued for their fortune. What's, what have you heard Rambo? There's no proof of any of it though. No. There's no, there's just, we're just taking the headline for it and the, the newspaper storage, you know, yeah. of what even if we've not seen it we don't even well we've we, you know what we think that's not even real anyway but mm. <laughs> it's like they're just giving a story and everyone's just running with it and believing it mm. it's just it, when you see someone like tweet about glenn maxwell is being getting arrested or whatever it's thousands of likes you know like mm -hmm. he's still a she's still alive and well in people's minds mm-hmm no one's not many are leaning to the towards the idea that she never existed at all, like just like Jeffrey, you know. Yeah. So even any videos I've seen of her, they all look a bit, they all look a bit dodgy, don't they? There's only um, like a few available, but yes, one, for such I a I really see the one where she's like kind of doing a speech and mm -hmm. that's the main one, which doesn't look real. That doesn't look real to me. Mm -mm. I'm with you. Everything that I've seen of her looks digitally all the, the 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 few and far between is a red flag. Same with Epstein. There, until the documentaries on Netflix started coming out, there were very few videos available of him. There was just one video of him speaking at a deposition about his egg-shaped penis, <laughs> which was, you know, basically everyone saw that because it was highly embarrassing, and, you know, and it was 
all over the news. So that got put in our faces and he looked CGI in that. And then there was one with him, of course, with Donald Trump at a party and he was smiling and you could see his like shark teeth, his tiny baby, millions of teeth in his mouth, but, but extraordinarily small. Um, <clears throat> that, those were really the only two videos of Jeffrey Epstein. They both looked very obviously CGI. And then what Netflix came out with their documentaries and they introduced a whole flood of new videos as if someone's like an archivist of, of Jeffrey Epstein, just like waiting to, you know, he, oh, here you go. Now that he's dead, we'll give you all of his videos. Seems ridiculous. It's just more, it's, it's just more confirmation to me that all of this is create is creation. It's all theater. And, you know, Netflix is a content generator and they were just generating new content of this character, Jeffrey Epstein, uh, and they could make new videos of him. And so they, they really only exist through these documentaries that got rolled out. And then we think all this. And then there'll be, I think like the part two documentary will probably be the Ghislaine Maxwell story, you know, like yeah. part two link, link it to the series. I bet. I bet. Oh, the tangled webs we weave. Yeah. Ghislaine. And I wonder, you know, one of the most fascinating things about the this whole web is that one photograph of Ghislaine Maxwell in the background of a John Bonet Ramsey photograph, you know? Whew, that one is talk about the tangled webs. Yeah. You know, I think it again, I, I couldn't I I can't talk about is enough, but I do believe it's the Ouroboros, the symbol of the snake eating its own tail, where these fabricated stories implode. They they connect, they connect to each other, not because they are are connected in reality, but they're because they are connected through this this knotted yarn of deception that is is a through line, a thread through everything. And and then I was, and I was having a conversation today um, about what do you. What do you believe like the black and white symbolism means, like the checkerboard floor? What does it mean to you? Like good and evil? Is mm. it duality? It's duality as well, and it's both. Mm. And is it a symbolism of what kind of it's kind of like what Murph said is that it's a symbolism that there is good here as well. Do you know what I mean? Like there's two shadow battles kind of going on, one for the light, one for the dark. Do you know on like when people believe that there's like a there's mm -hmm. they call it like the white hats for instance that's just an example but like oh, yeah. could it be like a symbolism that there is a good side and then there is a bad side to go with the rest of the duality that the show was mm. great great questions i'm curious what your take is on that murph on the black and white symbolism you know i have colored <laughs> thoughts out the wazoo i want to hear what you think well, I, I think i think it, it gives us a uh you know rabbit hole um, to go into, we're going to the symbolism. Um, I mean, I think what it comes down to is the the white and the black literally have a, a physiological effect on our, on our, on our, on us. Um, when we visually see the, the the pattern colors, it actually ex it excites us in some kind of manner. I don't know exactly understand how, but um, it, you see it and and used in marketing and advertising um, in order to get people, uh, you know, feeling. Um, energetic about a product energetic about an issue um you see it in the lots in the in this in the psyops um in the visual in the visual uh, images that we see and what people are wearing um so i think it comes down to why it's used is is to excite us and then once we're excited and we're kind of um uh we're fascinated by by it then we go into the symbolism stuff but we sidetrack why they're actually using it, which is really a, a physiological kind of uh, a, a biohack, if mm -hmm. you will, it, and, uh, which is the reason why it's used. Um, the pattern, the same kind of pattern symbolism 
is used in um in hypnosis. Mm. I mean, the, you see the, the 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 pattern stripes on the on the the uh, uh, the Epstein Temple, which is like something that everyone a lot of times when I'm posting uh, architectural uh, uh, images uh, on my feed. I mean, a lot of people will will will, uh, will make the observation that that they see the uh, the same energy stripes on on some of these old cathedrals um, that we call power plants uh, on the Epstein Temple. Yeah, I've seen you post them and pattern black and white like stripe like stripes really, aren't they? In a way, I, I seen they, some myself the other day on a really old building and thought of you when I seen them. You know, is that a symbolism? Is is that a symbolism of who built the buildings? Well, I don't think it's I don't think it's a symbolism of who built the buildings as much as it is a fingerprint of 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 who built the buildings and and what 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 the what the people were uh, the not kind of knowledge that the people had. Um, I think that the reason why it's um you know black and white literally on, on a on a what we call a Masonic floor, um you know in these old uh, uh, old estates you see like in uh, in England, um, even around me in old pre-war buildings in Brooklyn. All of the lobbies have the, the black and white checker patterns. It's kind of a you know, very waspy kind of thing. They call it waspy, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's it really goes back to the 19th century and even prior. And you know when these are all like these were all electromagnetically uh, somehow activated structures. Mm-hmm. It, not, as if, not as if they're not right now. Everything is electromagnetic, but it was done in such a way that it's beyond our current understanding of, of how it operated. But, but that's the practical reason why, because then people could easily tell where the positive and neg- negative charges were mm-hmm. in, in, the, in the structures. They would probably, mm-hmm. use, they'd probably use different metals, different uh, amalgamations, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and in order to keep track of you know, where it went, it was, it was, it was demarcated with the, with the stripes. Wow. That's why fascinating. That's it, couldn't fascinating. Just be, it couldn't just be because it looked cool. Energetically, I think that's where it's at. I think you're right on. And I'm, I've never really known what to make of, of this little personal anecdote, but when I was a kid and I, I could see energy on the ground if it was tile floor. If I was looking at t- like square tile floor and I relaxed my eyes, after, after a bit, I could see an energetic grid line. I could see almost like semi-invisible energy currents just I could almost see like static energy all going in this diamond shaped grid line just just buzzing along and I thought it was I usually thought it was some sort of just optical illusion that was happening because of the just the way I was relaxing my eyes and because I once I would unrelax my eyes I would stop seeing it maybe there's maybe there is something about that type of flooring that is sticky in a way to our energy and like gets it kind of absorbs it from the aether, absorbs it from the air and funnels it down to the grid on the ground. Maybe there is a, maybe there's an energetic superhighway happening just below our feet. Uh, some people have reached out to me. I shared that and I shared that about the energy um, one time on my Twitter and I got a lot of people saying that they used to be able to see it in the sky, a very similar pattern. They would send me pictures of, of kind of how, what it appeared to them. And they would see, I've never seen it in the sky. I've never seen grid lines in the sky, but the way that what they were showing me in how they were describing this diamond pattern was basically exactly what I used to see on the ground. Um, so if there's something happening in the sky and there's something happening on the ground, pulling our energy or, or, or transferring our energy, um, that's, that's something, you know, that's, that's something, that's something to, to be considered. Our energy well, it, goes it, somewhere. 
it, it would be the interaction of, of the negative charged ground and mm -hmm. and the po and the positive and positive uh, positive ground uh, positive positively charged ions in the atmosphere and the, all the ornamentation basically gets the party started. Okay, so all the things that we like the fleur de lis and the, the copper uh, doming and all the all the yeah. So we think of it as an ornamental, but it's operational, yeah. It was all useful, and I mean, there's a reason why it's all shaped the way it is. I mean, of course, of course, it's not that everything. Of course, there was there was a, an idea of trying to make things beautiful, but it just so happens that you know, I mean, if you look at uh, just naturally forming things like uh, like um, ice crystals forming, they'll form in uh, a, 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 it looks like a, it's a hexagram. And every ice crystal is different, essentially. Uh, you know, just like we hear every snowflake, every snowflake is, is unique and special. Um, ice, ice uh, we kind of touched on this, but water has memory and, and ice crystals can, can vary. Just like, yeah, just like snowflakes, they can all have their different patterns. But the hexagon, the hexagon is, is wildly, is, you talk about grounding, like the hexagon is something that is like everywhere in nature and it's power the the energy of a hexagon is you know when we talk about the white the white tile flooring it's almost like if you were to take take that black and white checkerboard pattern and turn it and turn it from a 2d space into a 3d space you could kind of see how each of these little squares actually are diamonds and you can kind of see like little hexagons in the if you had like a, a different color shading in those black and white patterns you could actually get you could create hexagonal shapes within that within that just flat black and white checkerboard um, design. So there's something much more dimensional about the flat black and white. I think it's I think it's more important than just black squares next to white squares in repeat, you know, I think that there's something something really significant that we're we're just we're not seeing it. We're seeing it for how simple it appears, how straightforward it appears. But I think there's something much more important. And also, you know, when we're talking about how this reality kind of comes together, uh, any design program, and we've talk, talked about this before too, but any design program, the, the transparent layer, the base layer uh, is, is checkerboard, is a checkerboard pattern. So I think that's really interesting uh, that that particular Masonic checkerboard style is, is also kind of foundational with, with graphic design and visual design. It's fundamental with this world design. There's gotta be something with that, you know, and the chessboard, the eight by eight, 64 squares, you know, there's, there's yeah, something, got there's the chess, something all the chess, the, this 5D chess and all that. So it all goes in with it. That chess is linked to the checkerboard floor. And I, I feel like yeah. it's all some sort of the symbolism of a game being played upon us. Like, yeah, yeah. That 5D chess. That's right. That was huge. That was, kind of, that was huge yeah. with Trump. Everyone was saying that Trump, every move that Trump was making yeah. was for, for, first it was 40 chess and then they made the leave. It's not just 40 chess, it's 5D I chess. I still don't understand what they mean. Like, I still don't understand that meaning of it's 5D chess. I, I think. <laughs> well, I, I don't, I don't necessarily it. think I get it either. And I'm not sure anybody really gets it, but it could there, it, it may be telling us something, you know, just like we were just, just like we were talking about how if you, if you add a little bit of shading to these white, plain, white and black plain squares, you can actually get a new shape within the dimensionality. You know, maybe that, maybe the, uh, the 4D, 5D chess is telling us that there is more going on on these eight by eight squares than, than just a flat gameplay, you know, that, that yeah. just, 
some cheating going on or something. You know? <laughs> yeah, some cheating going on. I, I I'd say this: if there's anything anything positive that could be gleaned from from the the Q alternate reality game, mm. is it, it did get people out of. Uh, I I guess it gave people. It, it's almost it, it, it opened the door to kind of a a, 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 a for lack of a better word a, a surreal world view. Seeing things in a completely absurd manner, and, mm. and maybe that, like the five D kind of um, uh, thing, might might key into that. Mm. Um, it, it did almost end up like a fantasy world. Yeah, but not almost. It, it is. It is a fantasy world. Let's. I mean, let's yeah. not kid ourselves. Mm. But if, but if anything good came out of it it, 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 it did appeal to the people's imagination, and it proves, if anything, people love myths. They love mm. stories. Mm -hmm. They love it comforted comforted by our I mean, myths and our stories mm. more so more so than the truth far more than the truth and you, you said something that i think you're, you're totally right that the through the looking glass element was a huge part of the whole q rabbit hole you know the whole alice through the looking glass basically you're white entering rabbit. in the, the white, white follow the white rabbit yes and all of that was you know uh, all of it was nodding to lewis carroll's Alice in Wonderland, the whole concept of entering into an upside down world of entering through the looking glass, which is which is a, a mirror, an old way they used to say mirror, um, and into an entirely new and radically different world. And that's what Q introduced to us, which it, which it, I kudos, <laughs> kudos, it, it, it I, is. Do you think it purposely kind of knew people would get through the Q kind of thing or do you know what I mean? Like, come out the other side of it, or did you think they always thought they would have everybody contained within it, as in, like, all believe in it? Or do you think that they would further, they, in my opinion, they've gone on to further wake people up beyond what they were trying to do, kind of thing, from my point of view. So, was Q part of this great awakening and really to wake people up, or was it to keep people asleep? And the whole great awakening thing was BS. To make him, it made kind of like a cult in it, really. Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I'm very, I'm very thankful that I dug into Q. I think it taught me a lot about this whole game. It's a good, it's a very well-designed game. And I was in it. I was in it and it got me, <laughs> it got me good. And I, you know, I read every drop. I would dig into other drop Rambo. I remember there was a there was a time where you and I were sending, we were watching every yeah. drop happen. We would send stuff back and forth, and there came a time where I stopped reading it because I believed in it for what for for surface value for Q. I, I I no longer believed in the Q stuff, quote unquote, because I no longer believed in Epstein Island. I no longer believed in these players being being real and powerful. But what I was even more interested in after I after I kind of woke up from from. Um, the kind of the Q fog. I was just more interested in how it worked, how the whole thing worked, how beautifully designed the gameplay was with with how the drops came out, how they, you know, the deltas, how it connected to everything within the news, extraordinarily interactive, how the mainstream media was was both teasing the existence and and refusing to acknowledge, you know, there would be sometimes where they literally wouldn't ask the Q, which everyone's saying, just ask the question, just ask about Q. And they, they refused to. I don't know what the true purpose of QAnon is. I, I don't, it's I don't coming know. It's coming back. I think it is coming back. It, 
they kind of left it for a reason. It, it's going to come back. And I feel like that's what, what I was talking about. You know, like it is building up to something and I think it's something to do with that because when you do see through it, you kind of see that the art it is linked to everything. The media, they're all linked into this, tied into this Q story, even going to Disney films where it's like symbolisms of things that it was, it was all linked in. And when, a step, when you do finally step out of it, Joe's disappointed in the most. What? Trump. <laughs> Trump. I was all in on him. That Trump was the, the man. Mm-hmm. The savior. Trump, Trump yeah, the savior. And then you yeah. see right through him. You can see right through him now. I don't know how we used to think that about him, really. He had, <laughs> yeah, he had me for a while, Trump did. He did. He, was, um, he, had, he had quite a lot of people. Really, didn't he? That thinking he was like a good guy in a bad yeah. camp, you know. I think the most incredible trick that Trump ever pulled off, or the character we know as Donald Trump, I think the most incredible trick was getting, you know, the people in the Rust Belt, getting coal workers to side with a man who has golden toilets. How is that possible? How is that possible for? An individual who is an egomaniac through and through. He's never owned anything in his life. He's just had licensing deals with his name on things. Trump buildings were never owned and operated by Trump. They were always just licensed out to have the name on the tower. I think that's like, it's genius. It's just the presence of Trump is everywhere, even though there's there's no ownership. There's no stake in the ground. It's just There's a character that's been built up. Yeah. Over a long time, when you look back at it, it's... The reality TV show stuff, he was building his character, making him familiar with us. So when it becomes yeah. a president, it's also a story in itself that it's a reality TV star, you know. Yeah. Did you ever watch The Apprentice over there in the UK, Rambo? Is I've the- seen bits. We have our own over here with Alan Sugar. We have oh. an apprentice as well with a guy called Alan Sugar. Sugar. And it's all the you fired. And he's kind of got the same kind of story. And I wouldn't be surprised if one day he becomes prime minister <laughs> or something. He's always involved in the politics and stuff. Yeah. Well, there you go. Do you think Boris Johnson exists? No. I've been questioning this more and more. And if Trump's a character and Biden's a character, that Boris Johnson's a character, and if they've um, built him up, we kind of knew who Boris was way before he was prime minister. They built him up as like this drink, he goes to the club and a ladies man and all that. They built him up over the years. And again, he never had facial hair. Never, we've never seen him with facial hair. And mm. it, again, he's, now he's a character. When he, they done the lockdown here, he kind of looked down the barrel of the camera and I was like, stay home. And it was like, he was set for that moment on the stage, you know, because mm. the, the lady before uh, Theresa May she couldn't have done that and looked down the barrel of the camera and said right you're all on lockdown how he did it was kind of a memorable moment how they brought it on the tv you know mm-hmm. I feel like he's a hundred percent character and I think he's Matt Lucas and, and, and what's it called Rambo is there a curfew in Manchester no they tried to at, at, at the beginning they did but everyone was just as normal I, I as it is here now, everyone's just normal, really, and it just sounds worse on, on the news, really. But at first, when he, when he first started this over here, the roads was no, nothing on the roads, nobody around. It was like for the first month or so, it was just dead outside. Mm. 
That's how it was here too. I remember driving around downtown where I live, which is a you know very bustling city, and it was a ghost town. It, it made me, you know, all the storefronts were boarded up, and the ones that weren't boarded up, you know, just they without the people inside, it just looked like a set. It looked like a movie set. Without the people, it just felt unreal. It it, it felt like I was watching, driving through the Truman Show. It, it felt like all yeah, of this was, was just was like, yeah, there's nobody mm-hmm. around. It was just like, it was like, it kind of felt like I was in a zombie movie or something, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And we say that like, all the films they've brought to go with what they bring into reality and stuff. And I thought about this a few times is the film, I Am Legend, where like the, the, they bring in a vaccine and everyone kind of turns into a zombie and Will Smith's left at the end, you know? Oh, it's like, wow. it's, it, it's, it kind of feels like we're living in them. <laughs> that kind of, that movie's kind of coming in, only it isn't blood-sucking zombies. It's zombies who won't come out so they don't get, in case they don't get coronavirus, you know, whereas in the movie they won't come out because it was day, daylight. Like, these won't come out for germs. No, it's funny. I just remember that the CDC actually released some uh, a directive an instructional, <laughs> instructional thing online. At first, I thought it was just a, like a, a Lucy. Like the New York Post has these articles all the time that are just so absurdly like National Enquirer-ish. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it was, it, it, the, the CDC put a directive out about about a, like a, a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> oh yes, what to do? How to survive a zombie apocalypse? It was like a, a quote unquote joke. Yeah. But it, but it wasn't. It was actually on there. Yeah. I mean, it, it was on the website. Which yes. is funny because it's like it, they're kind of you know, they tell us that it's not real. It's I've been thinking a lot about zombies though lately. This whole idea of The Walking Dead, I feel like we're in it. I feel that like we are. We are. You know, we are. We are. We are awake. I, I feel. I feel. I feel awake and aware, and online, and and alive in a way that is that is unrecognized or unshared by some of the people around me. I believe, I, I feel like I'm, I'm surrounded by zombies and you know, this is good Friday, good time to bring up the Bible in the Bible to be asleep and to be dead. They use the word, the term sleep and dead interchangeably quite often. And I think it's really interesting because we are kind of like sleepwalking zombies that there, there's so many people going through life on this, this this information loop on this personal loop you know the, the information that they take in is on is on a set they only get it from certain sources and it's just on repeat every single day the places they go it's just on repeat the things that they do the people that they interact with literally everything about life becomes this closed this closed loop and you kind of lose you lose your, you become a zombie you, and i i think that I think that and you've got someone controlling them from TV and you just can't take totally. seriously. Like yeah. when I'm seeing like Boris doing his speech and I'm speaking to people and they're like, oh, Boris is doing his speech tonight. And I can't take it seriously. Do you know, like when he's talking, you can't take, it's just a character, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You can see the kind of goading they're doing to like kind of annoy people with like how they've just recently like extended this six month period where they can put the country into lockdown at any time, you oh. know? Uh-huh. So it's like, and then they lift up, they lift um, like everything can open from like next week or the week after. 
And um, already they're telling us, oh, France is on a mega lockdown where they're not allowed out. And we're just across the way from France, aren't we? All the way over the yeah. channel. And oh, it's yeah. kind of to show us it can spread back to it. I feel like they've got another lockdown in, in the pipeline for us, really. And it's kind of, they're kind of just giving us a break at the minute, giving us a bit of hope just to yeah. crush it down again. They're going to have to blame it on a variant. You know, I think that they're just going to have to keep that in their back pocket. It can't be the same strain because then that would prove that vaccines are useless. You know, it, it, they have to find a way. They can't lock us down. Once the vaccines get to a certain level, um, they I should... I think it's the vaccine pandemic that they're going to bring. I've got a feeling it's going to be the vaccine pandemic. Uh, so you think there, it's going to be injuries from the vaccine or some sort of some yeah. sort of side effect, side effect where, when enough people and they know enough people have had it because people are desperate to take it. A lot of people I know yeah. are desperate to take it. And it's I reckon when they've all had it, they're going to go, oops, sorry, guys. We've done our best three years at the time, but you're all going to die. You're all going to die. And all the panic that it will cause and the uproar and it's another pandemic. Don't go out. The vaccine reacts with sun or something. It'll be something crazy where they have to lock down again anyway. You know, it'd be like movie movie scripts kind of stuff that I think is coming. I think that's... I think that's right on. I think that if enough people, you know, if you have, if, if enough people have the vaccine and then you just say that something is up with the vaccine, the nocebo effect is so strong, which is the opposite of the placebo, which, you know, makes you, makes you feel good, even though there's no active ingredient that should make you, be making you feel good other than the chemicals that are being released in your brain by, you know, the procedures that our body just does. The nocebo effect is the same way. It'll make you feel feel if you think you're harmed if you think you're you're sick and you talked about this last time rambo too like if you tell someone that they've got a scratch on their neck they're gonna start feeling it they will they will they will even look in the mirror for it because you'll begin to you'll begin to feel it we can flip the whole anti-vax thing the anti-vaxxers would then be the ones in the right oh, they would love it and the they ones created it, it oh. swing the whole thing around oh. you know so they're in the right on the argument oh now and it's all pro anti-vax yeah Mm, they would have their feet. They would have their day in the sun. <sighs> wow, man! Again, it's a it's a very well designed game. It's a very well designed game. You can kind of see if you like really step back. You can kind of see what they do. Show the whole kind of plan they've got for us in a way, can't you? You know that I feel like it's just gonna just pushing people to trying to break people to just give up not like give up the freedom, but kind of accepts this new new way of masks and new way of control kind of thing. We have to, they want you to just break to accept it. They'll give you back your nights out in the club or whatever. Mm-hmm. Once you've shown compliance, like it doesn't necessarily have to do anything to you like the vaccine, but it's shown that you you will crumble. Yeah. I've, you know, I've long... I've long thought that vaccines, the only efficacy of a vaccine is to inform the government of the public's willingness to obey. That's it. I don't think that there's anything positive happening with vaccine science. I don't think that there's anything generative health-wise. I don't believe that there is true therapeutics happening within within the world of vaccine. I also don't think there's anything um, toxic within vaccines, 
within the vaccines themselves. I, I, I do believe that there is incredible harm done to our body when we pierce our skin with a needle. That's an injury. That's an injury to the body. That's an injury to the system that our skin is our largest organ. I feel like a broken record because I say this all the time, but our skin is our largest organ. If you have an injury on your skin and you are already primed if you're by stress, by anxiety, by worry, basically by watching the mainstream news, by everything, by modern life, um, and you have an injury to the largest organ uh, on your entire body, your largest system, you are priming your immune system for a reaction. You're, you're basically goading your immune system to have some sort of reaction. And our immune system usually reacts in, in a way that makes us feel bad, but it's just our body doing work. It's just our body going to work. What's happening over there with the kind of the vaccine passport talk and all that? Is anything actually, is it actually going around over a there? A lot of talk, a lot of talk about it for sure. A lot of talk about vaccine passports, but I don't think that they're, I don't think that, A, I don't think that they can. I don't think the federal government can require a vaccine passport. I think that it's something that's going to have to be rolled out through through business, through through, through corporation, the corporate, the corporate governing bodies. Um, but I don't think it's going to be a vaccine passport. I think it's just going to be maybe industries lay, laying out, laying the law, maybe airlines saying we're not it's going to let you fly. the majority on board, though, if they can get the majority to have a passport, for instance, yeah. then the minority will have to give in. That's kind of like I think well ago, because they kind of planted the seed and it's over yeah. here at the minute. They're, it, they're really talking about it, you know, and people want yeah. it. People That's want it. Mad. People want, just like they want the vaccines, people want these passports, people want these um, these identification cards are really big right now. Your yeah, COVID I hear ID, the guy comparing it to, yeah, yeah, well, once we had to give up our, uh, freedoms and we had to have rations we had to sign for rations so it's the same kind of thing some mm. guy on the tv is like it's trying to bring it in the the people will believe that i think oh yeah they, they've done it before they've done some we're helping the, the world you know, like, we kind of have to buy can. in we kind of have to buy into all this stuff it can seem like it's coming from the government but at the end of the day we really have to buy buy in we have to go get the vaccine we have to request the vaccine there's Stay Despite safe. all the talk, you know, there's no one showing up at your door to 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 hold you down and give you the vaccine. It's the the public willingly, and it always has been. It always has been. We willingly show up to get the shot, to get the jab. We we aren't enforced. Sometimes our employers can can recommend, you know, heavily. Yeah, we're, they're just giving us what we've asked for. They're giving us like, what we've asked for. They've made us ask for it. Like the mm -hmm. majority are asking for it and that's all they've done. Yeah. And if you, you're queuing up for it, but, and they say, no, it's not mandatory, but you need a passport to go anywhere. <laughs> so it, it's kind of a trick. It's to, a trick. To really be, yeah the people will think yeah it's, you don't have to have it if you don't want to if you don't want to go anywhere you know like yeah uh, most people will just have it i agree yeah and it reminds me of the masks you know to go and to do anything to go anywhere you would have to you know play the game you would have to play the game of, of putting on the masks i'm wondering can they extend this mask requirement this mask game can it can it can it go to the next level is it going to be this this vaccination yeah, passport i think this mask is kind of something that they're planning to stay really mm. and but what still i find crazy is these people who are being vaccinated are kind of worried about the ones who haven't been vaccinated giving it 
back to them what they've been vaccinated against. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's nonsensical. It's illogical. It it has no basis in reality, and it's all been fed to us through this this delivery this informational delivery system, which is not just flawed. It's not broken. It's working exactly as designed. It's not a broken system. It is working perfectly, and it is designed yeah, to fill like our when heads. I'm speaking to people when we're out and about, and speaking about this like it's serious. I just feel like I'm speaking to like a, a program robot, you know, like, like a zombie, a, like the Walking yeah, Dead, like yes. a zombie. Yeah, like a, yes, yes, yes. I'm, I'm sure, just speaking sure. to to just nothing really. Yeah, you know, it's just parrots what I've seen on the TV. I see people every day. I still am kind of half in corporate world, half out corporate world. And I, whenever I dip my toe back in, the conversations that I overhear are all about the vaccine. Everyone's obsessed with the vaccine, the vaccine schedule. And now, and now we're not talking about the vaccine schedule because everyone's already gotten it. So we're all, we're, everyone that I'm listening to, I've, I've heard this whole story. Like I've, you know, I've heard them all talking about getting it and then getting the first one and then getting the second one. And everybody They're got sick after the second one. In April yeah. here, like that's, that uh, was on the news. Oh, we're having the, um, the second jabs available from April. And we, we really are in a different reality in that little group on Twitter, aren't we, compared to when you step out of it and you're in the world and you're like, wow, it's yeah. zombies everywhere. Zombies everywhere. So here in the United States, everyone with the second job was talking about how the first one was fine, but the second one made them feel ill. That was kind of the word on the street. And I don't think it has anything to do with the, the vaccine jobs being different. I think that it's just this conversation about the second one is going to make you feel sick. And so everyone heard that. And, and then lo and behold, and so I'm really that. curious. I'm curious since this is way, rolling out for you, second job in April. I wonder if you'll be hearing similar conversations. I wonder if the conversation around the second job is going to be. I think the, um, that they're going to start saying, oh, We've had more deaths from the vaccine because we've already had a few and we've had a few that have been pushed in the news and stuff, just planting that seed how they do. And then all of a sudden it comes on in a wave. Oh, we've had 10 people die of the vaccine. Oh, we're in the hundreds. And then it'll be, oh, there's someone in America, the 10 people in America died of the same vaccine. Do you know, it's beyond. Yeah. Then they spread it like that again, as they did with this, really. Uh -huh. Did you see that guy with purple legs? He, he had yeah. <laughs> some... <laughs> I mean, it looked really painful. I, I hate to, you know, I hate to make a joke out of. There are real father. medical conditions. Yeah, he got the he got the COVID nineteen. He got the jab of the second vaccine. It was the Johnson and Johnson one. He got the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, and the next day his legs turned purple and his skin peeled off, and looks like he got boiled in you know a vat of hot grease. But oh. God, I just, I don't believe any of it. I don't believe it at all. I don't believe that his legs were truly uh, purple and peeling off. And I don't, I, I love that. I Johnson, think how Johnson's many people like, believe that story? That, everyone believed it if they saw it. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that's what I look at. That's how it's what's crazy about it. That to me and you guys, it's just so obviously fake, but so yeah, many but, people believe it. The, the interesting thing about those articles, right? Is that is that is that we say that uh, everyone believes it, and that's true, right? But it's not just like like the conspiracy theorist people that believe it. It's like the interesting thing is, what I think the purpose that that you were mentioned that we were talking about the overall reasoning behind why this whole issue is uh, front and center, is um, because the the normies believe this story, don't think that the news is lying to them, 
and then still go and drive themselves to a clinic and get a shot. Yeah. Like that's part of the willingness. That's the craziest part of this whole thing. Yeah. I mean, we look at it, we can easily just laugh it off and see the purple and just see the whole Lucy aspect of it and just say, oh, that's not real. But imagine if, imagine if you don't have that, uh, uh, a framework in which to understand news you believe it's real yet you still go ahead and do it i mean mm-hmm. i think that's maybe the reason one of the reasons why people people i don't think that all the stories of people getting sick are are, are fabricated i think just like the covid stuff people who believe it like yeah. they really do like experience symptoms mm-hmm. and say like they'll walk around and say that they have covid and they have a fever mm-hmm. or whatnot um it's, it's not like they're inventing it's not like all of those stories are fake and the same thing with the vaccine. I mean, that's the reason, one of the main reasons why I'm against it so so much is that it's such a wild card. Our, our bodies are so unique. Mm-hmm. Everyone has such a different reaction. Yeah. I mean, it's just like someone drink, someone drinking alcohol. One person could have a beer and, you know, be completely fine. Another person can have a beer and the next thing you know, they're running down the street naked. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, we have a, We. you're right. The, the human body is incredibly unique and every... every everybody's system is, is so, is so fragile. Like some people, some people have really fragile systems. And so, yeah, I do think that there are real, real negative reactions, real illnesses happening. It's happening. People are really getting sick, but I don't believe it's caught. First, I don't believe it's caused by SARS COVID-2 novel coronavirus 19. I don't believe that there is a deadly pandemic ravaging our global health system. I just, I simply do not believe in this new category of coronavirus. I do believe in coronavirus as a, as a common cold, rhinovirus, coronavirus. There's one other one. There's three categories of common cold. I, I, people get sick. I've got, I've had the cold before. I've had the flu before. We get sick. It's sickness is, is, is real, but I think that sometimes they just give this everyday thing a new name and they fill our heads with all these narratives and because we do have these real reactions, we can we can be swayed very easily. We can be swayed very very. A easily. Crazy theory as well. Uh, it's since Murph said, "Could they be good guys?" Like this mm. is just a crazy theory. This, <laughs> but what if they're trying to coerce us all into getting the vaccine to protect us from something else? You know, and there is something <laughs> in the vaccine that is <laughs> a protection. Mm. Oh no, nope. Well then, that's, okay. that's wild. Mm. Yeah, I know that's a bit wild. Mm. <laughs> but it was just one of those off on one before. And it, okay, it I'm gonna stay open minded. I'm gonna stay open minded. Tell me, uh, let's let's. That's trying around. to be positive. You've got to try and yeah. see your positive in it, aren't you? Really, and that's that looking yeah. for a positive. <laughs> I, I don't think that's crazy at all. I don't think that's crazy at all, and I, I I think actually that's probably more more likely to be what's going on than anything else, um, because it because it really is something that 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 is is so so out of the box. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it, I mean, the earth, it, the earth is electromagnetic. It's a you know geomagnetic uh, uh, planet. I don't know if it's a planet, even a plane, geomagnetic realm, plane, plane. Yeah. Realm, geomagnetic plane, right? Yeah. And it, it will experience changes, and sometimes the changes are 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 are, are drastic. And I think that's maybe what's going on with with the, with with one of the reasons why there's such a like there's such a um, a blatant uh, uh, schism or not schism. Schism is an ugly word. Um, Good word, though. Uh, no, yeah, right? chasm. Chasm, like schism, yeah, great. Between the normie, woke, and then like the, you know, you, I think you used the word once in a post you did a while ago, you know, bespoke, you mm-hmm. know, like, mm-hmm. you know, 
the whole like you know the people aren't even real kind of thing mm -hmm. and out of the conspiracy world conspiracy i don't i don't, I don't like uh, i don't consider myself a conspiracy theorist mm -hmm. the farthest thing i, I don't want to be one um uh but, uh, I, but I, think... I i feel like i'm not one and i feel like conspiracy theories kind of follows all all the stuff that's put out and we're not following that kind of yeah we're the... so you, if you're following yeah. like the the yeah. devils, the Satan stuff, and all that. I feel mm. that's your conspiracies, really. Yeah. And Rothschild, the Rothschild monks, and all your symbols. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say I definitely considered myself a conspiracy theorist for sure. Yeah. Proudly, proudly. Our, from... our friends call us conspiracy theorists. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, our, <laughs> our friends. Family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> our family, right? I still, to my family, I still, I still definitely <laughs> wear that label. But you're right. I don't. I don't self-identify as that anymore. I, I simply do not believe in these quote-unquote conspiracy theories. I, and you say it all the time, Murph, you say conspiracy theater. I think that that's what it is. I think it's conspiracy theater. And I think that all the conspiracies always point to a big, bad shadow government who's all powerful. And, you know, like with this, even if you just take the JFK assassination, it always points to the government behind whatever whether it's the you know the the cubans or the the mob or the cia or the russians or whatever it's always some larger entity group that is outwitting outsmarting all of us throughout time and we'll never get to the bottom of it because whoever perpetrated it is just too good and too smart and too coordinated and at the end of the day i don't think that assassination even happened you know, and that's why we can't figure it out because it simply did not happen. There was no, the reason we can't figure out how that bullet zigzagged through his brain and out his <laughs> skull in, 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 a, in a completely un, um, unimaginable trajectory from a single, from a single gunman, all, the, all these little details that just don't make sense, they can easily be explained once you realize that the event just simply didn't happen. Like, yeah, like every event is kind of structured to have people believe it. The ones that believe it, that just believe everything on news. And it also had, has like the conspiracy side set up for it, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. But did they ever set up a side to say this didn't happen at all? Did they ever no. set anything up for that? Never. And this is new. I This is very new. I feel like, I, f I mean, uh, questioning reality is, is not, is not new, you know. Uh, the great thinkers of uh, the great thinkers of the world have questioned what it even means to think. So we're we're not we're not new. We're not in new territory here. But what we are doing that is com entirely different and is new in this in this modern context is is we are we're questioning not just the details of the events. We are questioning the fundamental underpinnings, the fabric. Of the events themselves, we are we are we are questioning the the authenticity, the fidelity, the validity, and the reality of these traumatic and 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 timeless events. You know, we're still haunted by the JFK assassination. We're still haunted by, of course, 9/11. It's been 20 years, but we're we're never gonna we're never gonna shake that event. Uh, we're still Hiroshima. You know, Pearl oh. Harbor. <laughs> What about what if they bring on the aliens? They'll be in the, <laughs> them, them events will be in the past, then it'll be all about the aliens. 
when are they going to roll out these COVID. aliens? Yeah. When are they going to work? How, how bad do things need COVID. to get for them to roll out the aliens? <laughs> I, I don't know. Believe, I do believe they're going to, they're going to come the, with these CGI aliens soon enough. They have to. Yeah. I think it's going to look a lot like Independence Day with, um, with the, the spaceship over the White House beaming up. <laughs> and then it makes yeah. sense as to why they would bring in this kind of, they would bring everyone closer together with that, though, wouldn't they? They'd bring the world together. Yeah. With an alien, right or is it, yeah, yeah, with social media. is it to trust government more? Would government kind of fight them off and everyone would then trust the government more? Is that, mm. there would be two sides to that as well, really. Like, what do yeah. we want it to bring everybody together? Or would it just be easier for a small group to show themselves <laughs> and rule the whole? How ironic will it be when all the normies believe in aliens and all of us oh. are like, no, they don't exist? You know, isn't that the yeah, flip? that would be a whole other thing. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because for, forever it's been like the, those wackadoos believe in the aliens and the normal people. <laughs> like, do you ever like, like Joe Rogan had like the tic-tac pilot on and stuff like that? Do you remember that? Like where they've seen a tic-tac in the sea and have you seen that? And it's a Navy ship. Uh-uh, I haven't have seen, seen it where the, the Are you saying TikTok like or Tic Tac? What are we saying? The, the Tic Tac. <laughs> the Tic Tac spaceship, they called it. Uh-uh, and the, no. the pilot was on Joe Rogan, which that stands oh, out to me. And okay. it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of all, all these alien things. It's been building us up for, on, in, for that for a long time. It's got to yeah. be something spectacular when it happens, hasn't it, really? Yeah, the alien thing's been bubbling for many, many years. You know, it's coming. Ra- yeah. it, it's coming now. Yeah. That's something Roswell, that I feel strongly about. Yeah, and it's always to introduce. It's always kind of to introduce more budgets for the government. Who knows what they're doing with all this money? But it's just to make the government seem more important and necessary. And even all the the initiatives with like communicating with other planets and communicating with extraterrestrial life, sending using these these extraordinarily expensive us, telescopes yeah they've been like kind of hinting at the coming from the sea really on yeah on this one it was like kind of coming out of the water in the middle of nowhere and i've seen a few stories like this where mm. pilots say oh they've seen them going into the sea and are they kind of trying to say oh they're in they're coming from earth do you know is that like a yeah. Well, extraterrestrial that. just means more land, extra territory, additional land. Doesn't necessarily mean outer space. I believe we'll see some sort of like UFO shooting down a building and we'll all see it on telly and the people who live in the town will see the building come down yeah. and it'll all be that scenario again, but nobody will actually see yeah. anything. Interesting. I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I think, and we'll see it all on. T- there'll be like one person who got it on their TikTok, and then we'll all yeah, watch we'll the TikTok planes, video. Like yeah, maybe we'll see the planes. We may see like army planes in the sky who think they're going to look for them and all that. You know, mm-hmm. we may see that to go to go in with the illusion that they're actually here. You know. Well, I know one thing's for sure: the alien invasion will be fake. Be fake, and it, and it will be purple, hundred percent. Yeah, the aliens, aliens come. <laughs> if aliens come, they're gonna be purple. They're not gonna be. They may be little green men, but they're gonna be in a purple spaceship, spaceship, or something. Gray, gray, ultimate gray. There you go. Oh boy. Oh my God, is ultimate gray here to introduce the, the alien spaceships and alien space, alien bodies? These gray. 
grey beings. Oh, do you, what do you think, Murph, about the alien attacks? Do you think it's a possibility? Someone, uh, so someone asked me yesterday. They posted something and tagged me and asked me what rabbit holes I've never been down, and uh, that's one of them. I've never been down them. Uh, frankly, I don't think I will. That's a great question for you, Murph. <laughs> where ha where haven't you gone? Yeah, I love that. I love that. No, I mean, the, a, aliens, I mean, I've said this before, the, the aliens and ghosts are two things that, it's not that I don't believe in them, it's just that I've never had any, I, I'm open to the idea of it. Yeah. And like, uh, sometimes sometimes even I'm walking down like a hallway or something like that, and I have the, the option to turn the light off, you know? Mm -hmm. I'll turn the light off and then I'm, I'll be in pitch black, and just like waiting for something to happen, nothing happens. Hmm. I like that. I think the door's closed for me and aliens, really. But and it also ghosts as well, really. That's not real because Jember they used to kind of push these paranormal activity things, and that's kind of fizzled out a bit now. Yeah, Ghost Hunters. That was a big show. A lot of. And ghosts, then they had the guy here who used to like. I think he went done a few shows in America, and he was like he used to go to these haunted houses and he'd call out the ghosts and stuff, and mm. and it all turned out he was a con man. And he put him into a. They put him into a TV show called The Big Brother House here. Yeah. And he'd done like this calling on the, somebody who was in the house with him in The Big Brother House. And it showed him cheat and he made big headlines of it that he, he kind of made the name spell out on the table, but he'd done it with his hand, like this slight yeah. hand. And it was all caught on the reality TV, well, reality TV show. <laughs> Quote unquote, and yeah. They made it all headline. He's like, he was telling us it was all fake, you know? Wow. You know, this whole concept of communicating with the dead is something I just learned the word for it. It's called necromancy. Sounds kind of like necrophilia. It's not, it's not having sexual relations with the dead. Not that. It's actually in the Bible. It's called necromancy. And it means communicating or conjuring or trying to have some sort of open, um, open open lane open open energy open a medium between yourself and the world of the dead it is it, something you just see because you believe in it i think so you know yeah yeah you know that's an actually yeah i think that's an that's an incredible thing to bring up because i was just listening to a podcast about uh near-death experience near-death experiences and your near-death experience where people have these like incredible visions incredible you know come to jesus moments the, the life flashes before their eyes these are real stories people communicate you know when they when they actually are very very close to death they will have out-of-body experiences they will have very like an, an incredibly strong religious uh, understandings they will still see god all sorts of stuff the interesting thing is is it's very tailored by religion if you're in a very if you're in a specific religion your near-death your near death experience is going to be in line with your religious practices. You're not, if you're a Christian, you're not going to have a Hindu come to Jesus, come to Krishna moment. You know, you're not going to have a, you're not going to have a, an experience from another God. You know, you're going to have your, you're going to have your Christian come to Jesus moment. If you're, um, you know, a, a, any other religion, what up? Pick, pick, pick your, pick your, pick your poison. <laughs> um, I think that's they're kind of all very the same, aren't they? They're all which makes me, well, yeah. And a lot of religions are actually the same. They kind of pick, they kind of borrow, beg, and, beg, borrow, and choose from 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 each other, which I think is really really interesting when you study how the commonalities between all all major world religions. There's so many, so many common common threads. It's a conflict, really, I believe, and it's just division. It, yeah. That's all it is. It, they're all similar. 
to have conflicting stories for a division. But then you have to remember, where's it come from? That it's come from a man, and yeah. uh, only um, only people will deceive people, you know. And it's written for deception. All of all of it, in my, my opinion. Yeah. The whole thing is deception, and it kind of puts, like we've said before, like magical beings, but born from humans in front of people you know so say if there is a creator these books are created to put something before a creator so these these things are the what we follow now are religions and the the jesus character for instance that i believe that was something put in place in front of the creator to be followed and taken off in the wrong direction that's fascinating i mean that's there's a middleman who put a middleman middle yeah. yeah before what the, it's it's kind of hiding the creator these religious books i believe that's fascinating i'm i'm as i get older i get more spiritual there was a time in my life where i would consider myself agnostic or atheistic now as as much as i question everything being real and everything being fake you'd think i'd be even less religious but i i definitely feel myself being being pulled more strongly spiritual into the world of spiritual, yeah, definitely religious. spiritual, and I I can see very clearly and very plainly and, and very directly. I can see a I can see a creator and a designer. I can see the design. Um, there's there's no doubt that we are living in a creation. That this has been designed so intricately and and so precisely. So I'm. I'm there. I mean, as far as religion, but but religion, so spirituality, and I feel like a design, uh, like a a, div, in, a divinity, an inner divinity, is is ultimately what I is believe. Is that peace? I feel just completely at peace, like, and that yeah. is where I feel I, I'm at a spiritual level. Is yeah. I just feel so calm at all times, you know. Yeah. And it's it's not that I don't take things as seriously, but it's just I'm kind of unplugged from the whole, like you say, like world just runs itself and we just plod along and then we die kind of thing i kind of feel like i've stepped away from that stress that that, that the stress that that kind of life can give you you know being just in the system so although i am still having to work and you, you are still in the system you kind of unplugged from the whole thing yeah like spiritually you're unplugged it it, it can't pull anything from you you know the stresses of life just don't seem to affect me anymore in the beautiful. air. That's beautiful. I feel that too. And don't you want? I mean, we should want that from religion, but instead, religion gives us more stress. Religion anger and we're it, anger, stress, division. We're sinners. You know, we have to always be accounting for all of the wrong wrongdoings of every, always being worried about you know the the sky daddy looking down on us, telling us we've done wrong, or the underneath the devil, the devil just beneath our our feet with the fiery flames of hell you know it, and and everything that we do is always being judged and and at the end of the day we're gonna have to measure up at the pearly gates it's kind of stressful it's kind of stressful to live um inside religiosity and I, but i think that there's a reason that every civilization that we've ever been taught and told of always has a religion an organized religion and there is you, you said the word middleman i think that that's just the absolute perfect thing to say is is we have we've been we've been conditioned to believe that we need an interim body we need some sort of middleman some go-between between us and in divinity in the source in the source of creation and i think that that's just bullshit. i think that yeah. 
I think that we are divine beings, every single one of us, and we have this 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 spark of life. And what was before religion? You yeah. don't hear much about before religion. That was no. all like no. Yeah, so the earth started at religion. That's kind of anyone <laughs> yeah. looking back. That's how it kind of is when when Earth started and then started. sin started, and we've been fucked ever since. <laughs> and and yeah. yeah, and then they say, Oh, you can't get to heaven and all this stuff without accepting jesus and stuff but what about the people who was around before jesus before the jesus character what did they do and then yeah. this walking on water this I, I think i'm sure i've got it from you this and where the sun the sun is shining on the water and that's the sun walking on water do you know what they talk of the jesus walks uh-huh. on water it's actually the sun when uh-huh. the sunbeams shining down on the water and you can see like a path yeah, I, I kind of noticed that the sun setting over water, over, uh, like the sun setting over an ocean, when it gets to a certain level, it almost creates a, 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 a road, a light path from, from the shore to, to the sunset. And it looks, like a, it looks like a yellow brick road. It kind of looks like, you know, the whole thing of follow the yellow brick road. When the I sun is setting over water. symbolizes the mm-hmm. sun who walks on water. The sun who walked on water, the sun walking on water, the sun form, yeah. S U N What did it look like? Looks like an obelisk. Oh God! Back to the dick jokes. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. No, it looks like an obelisk. It really does. Like an energy device. Like a tower. Like a. Same shape. Same shape. Really is. It really is. You know, I think that there's something really magical about that about that light path. I always wondered the yellow brick road. The yellow brick road. I wonder. If, I mean, it could be very easily tested. But if you ran really fast and you, and just as the sun was setting, could you could you like, run? And that's water? another thing we're getting on the yellow brick road. Uh, I was, we were talking about it with Murph about war and stuff the other week, yeah. and like the Wizard of Oz, how that plays a big part in everything. I feel like it's got a big part in our, what oh, we see God. play out, and kind of like. The yeah. poppy fields is one I don't see anyone talk about. But I've, I've seen you talk about that and what the sleeping, you go to sleep with the poppies. And then we're given the poppies to remember the fallen soldiers. Oh, in the UK, that's right. Yeah, uh, yeah and that's in October, right? Or, or, or in yeah. fall. Yeah, so it's like, yes. we're, is it just, we're sleeping on it. Do you know what I mean? Do you know, I don't know, yes. there's something to it. Yes. Uh huh. When I visited the when I visited London, it was that month, and I remember them passing out poppies at the hotel, and you could wear a little pin, a little poppy pin. Yeah. Yeah. And now I remember and again, thinking it was of... so gruesome and morbid because ultimately war is about, especially the war in Afghanistan, it's about protecting the the opium, the poppy, the poppy fields. It's it's protecting this opium trade. And quite a lot, oh, you boy. get stories like that coming to the news of oh, a man weed on the poppy or a Muslim burnt the poppies and. You get stuff like that quite a lot popping up. Is that to keep people like Asleep. really defensive of it? Do you know, mm. it keeps people defensive of the poppy. Like just recently, they had the um, it's it's main news here is um, a te- a school teacher um, showing the kids in school a prophet of Muhammad drawn as a cartoon. And they was all offended by it. And then they, they, they're comparing it to, well, what if you burnt the poppy? Do you know, like it's like playing them off each other all the time. If if someone burnt a poppy in in the classroom, I'm sure everybody that would be outraged too. So it's kind of I like think it, it's it's like a yeah. So like you always see stories of like mm. people peeing on them and people burning them and stuff like that. And it's kind of again just a 
something to it, to keep that defensive, the public defensive of it, you know, angry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so again, it's like a division scheme again, really. For all sleeping on the, the war that never happened. Yeah. And, you know, this is something... You got really... me onto the war thing. You <laughs> Do you remember uh, when we talked guilty. about it? We talking about the um, flags on in the coffins and stuff like that. And Yeah. And, you know, it, it, speaking of the coffins, and it, a really interesting thing about war is for a long time, the media was never allowed to show fallen soldiers coffins it, you, you, there was a, there was a moratorium for for over a decade and you were not allowed to show anything related to death from war you couldn't show the coffins coming in you couldn't show you know you um the, you, you couldn't show burials you could you just couldn't show any visual elements of it and it was su- supposed to be about um respect it was all housed and caged in this in this discussion uh, around respect, and so many people were dying in war because it was you know the height of the um, war in Iraq and Afghanistan, which is still going on oddly. And um, so for about ten years, there were there were no f- published pictures of of soldiers' coffins or anything like that. And it's been lifted, so now you, now you can have it. But during that time, I think it's really interesting. Is I. I personally believe now looking back on, on, on where I stand and where, how my lens works now, I believe that they said that we couldn't see these because they simply didn't have them to show. They simply did not have the incredible amount of body bags being returned, the incredible amount of, of sol- fallen soldiers being returned in these coffins. They, they just didn't exist. Like and now so- if you type in like dead soldiers that have died or whatever, they're, they're not real. They're, they're no, not these the faces on. The faces if you go on images on Google, they're real. not real. They're not these real. faces are not real. And Joe, you know when you did all these mugshots of them that you get, and it goes with all the mugshots you get, yeah. the face is always looking directly down the camera, yeah. but the two ears never match. And so the head's slightly turned, mm-hmm. even though it's not, and it's looking direct at the camera. It's like, Ooh. and that's how I kind of see like they have missing like a. The, the ears never match, never. And it's always, I always look at it. The jawline is perfectly straight on up at the camera lens. So how are the ears not the same? Wow. I have never picked up on that before, but I certainly will be looking at it. I get the, I get the same vibe when I look at um, soldiers who have died in war and I see their their military photos. Because every, every soldier who enters into the military gets photographed. Uh, as part of as part in their in their uniform, uh, and whenever I look at these faces and see the names, first the faces to me appear like it, it kind of reminds me of the faces that from the September 11th memorials, like they just don't look real. And there's a lot of repeating faces where it's like the same empty person, shells, with yeah. empty shells. The eyes are voids, not windows. You know, there's no soul behind the eyes, and so they just see like you know black empty eyes. And the names are always just strange. It's either a a a very common name like Sam Smith, but it's Bobby spelled with you know like Sam like you know it's spelled strange. It's spelled off. It's not, it's not spelled the way that it, it's different, more letters, crazy, crazy spelling, or it's an, it's a name that's never existed before. Like you've never seen anybody with this first and last name before. Those are the, those are, you know, I've, I've noticed that the faces, the faces looking, looking off coupled with a name that seems to be singularly unique. Like nobody's ever had this name before. That's yeah, t- And these pictures, when you join in the army or you're getting arrested or anything like that, what we see. They don't take a picture of your head 
slightly turned. You're looking oh. straight. They want a face on picture of the yeah. the Much recruit or the criminal, or whatever, do you know? Yeah, yeah and I'd, I'd look out for that. Anyone listening, check that out. Check the ears out on anyone looking down, straight down the camera. The face is always straight on. The ears yeah. are never the same. And, you know, I, I do come from a military family. I've got a lot of pictures of people in war. I've got a lot of stories of, of people in war. But all of the stories, the most harrowing stories that I ever heard from my dad, and he was a Marine, you know, fighting in Vietnam. Training was pretty ridiculous. I The, the scariest tales that he would tell me were about training. You know, they would they would be in a helicopter in full tactical gear and have to jump from the helicopter into the middle of the ocean at night in full black and pitch black and have to hope that they started swimming in the right direction and pray that they would make it to shore because they had yeah, no, like, you know, but that's training. Like, that's training. And he told me how, to, yeah. and, but and, I question so, what have they actually seen? I, 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 I think that I think this, the training is so scary and the training exercises and the war games, which they, they literally call them war games and they literally call it theater of war. They call it the theater. They do. This is not a this is not a term that I made up. I love the term theater, but I didn't make it up. It's called theater of war. Every battlefield, every every single active battle is called a theater. If the military's in it, it's called a theater. And I think that's pretty you know what's mad though as well. Like I've talked about football before and Manchester mm -hmm. United. And their stadium is called the Theatre of Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just off subject there, but it just reminded me. The it's not off subject, though. It's on subject. It's all related. It's called the, they was they, they winning for years and years. <sighs> what, every year, they pretty much won the league for years. They did. And, the Crystal Palace, too. The Crystal Palace Stadium, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And crystals are, you know, they kind of, you know, crystals fi finally grand quartz sand. The Sandman, back to dreams. You know, it's, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. I don't know. It's, you know, but sports. There's something in, or, in the wording. I feel like there's always something in, in the wording, isn't there? Of, they tell us, they're kind of telling us it's a theater, you know, all the time. Yeah. I don't, I think soldiers are really going over there and really getting scared. I don't want to diminish the, I don't want to diminish the effort and the work. Yeah, definitely. I believe that. And they're being made to feel like heroes and yeah. we are seeing stuff. And I bet it's very scary. coming out with PTSD. Explosions. But I feel like it's like yeah. you're hardcore, like the, like, I won't say MK Ultra, but let's say just hardcore MK Ultra training, really. Yeah. Boot camp is known for breaking the spirit. The, the whole, the entire purpose of, of boot camp of military boot camp is to breed conformity in, in, in mind, body, and spirit is to break, is to break the mind, body, and spirit. And, and love your country yeah. and love your flag and feel like you're different from other countries and you're yeah. against them, the rivalry. Yeah. And I truly and believe that there's, that everyone believe everyone believes they're doing the right, they're doing something important. I don't think that any soldier is in on this. I don't think. Oh no, not at all. No, no yeah. I don't. I put the being directed to totally, go totally, and they're doing the right thing. And but they're looking to the authority. Mm -hmm. They've been trained to respect authority, so they're just taking that order and going with it, yeah. and they're just passing that down, down, down to the mm -hmm. guys who are going out and doing it and 
it's like I feel like when they do, because I do know somebody who's actually been affected by it. So, like with legs lost and stuff, but is that part of again mm. the illusion that they have to sacrifice something? They have to let the odd guy step on a mind to, to affect all the others mentally and and yeah. make it real. I think that the injuries of war are are real and it's set dressing. It's set dressing within the theater of war. Um, and there's a reason that the army is, or, I think the thing that now, like it's all volunteer based, you know, the military is, we're not under a draft scenario at, at the moment. And we haven't been since, I believe since Vietnam, they haven't had a, a draft. And you sign up, you're signing up you're signing for up. it. You know, you're, yeah. they're not making you go in the army. You, you signed up for it. That's what kind of. Yeah. And it goes back to that. It goes back to that willing that that willful obedience. You know, we willingly sign up for the vaccine. It may seem like it's being mandated and rolled out by the government and and and, and required by the government, but the unless you willingly go and ask for it, you're you're not you're not you don't you're yeah, not they're just giving you what it. you yeah. want. Just, yeah. just handing what you're asking for. That's all. That's kind of how they do it with everything, isn't it? They make you want it. Yeah. They make you ask for it. They make you sound cool so you want to do it. And yeah. you've done it. You signed up or you took it yourself and it's all on you, really. They just give you what you want. After everything we've seen now, it kind of all makes sense. That It makes more sense for it to all be fake mm-hmm. and be theatre of war than it does to be real. The theatre of war. You know, that John Lennon song, you know, the Beatles song, Imagine, Imagine There's No Countries you know imagine there's no war i think that uh, i think that there's there are no countries there are, all these divisions are 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 purely man made you know these these dividing yeah, they, lines they all set up the rivalries with like yeah. the olympics football yeah. the war the your flag the, the, mm-hmm. it's all it's all set just as a as cracks in society yeah territorial nets territorial nets but they you know they they really don't there's no true concrete divider. It's all man. It's all man-made. It's all it's all a man-made construction, and we just agree. And it shifts over time, you know. And all the all the territories ebb and flow and shift, as they say. But none of them are are, are true demarcations of reality. It's just these shared illusions that we agree that a, one state border ends here, and then the other state begins, or one country border ends here and the other one begins. The only true demarcating line is really the seashore <laughs> or, you know, a body of water that you can't traverse or a mountain that you have to, that you have to go over that, you know, those are, those are real dividing lines, but a lot of the, 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 the man-made, and, and I'm not even to- totally sold on all those structures. I'm not even totally sh- sure that mountains are real, you know, <laughs> or, 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 or created over time in the millions of years that they, they tell us by these tectonic yeah, plates like, shifting all that stuff, like- you know? I was in like, I went for a walk a couple of weeks ago and I found like this cave and it was called like Suicide Cave. And <laughs> oh it, was, it, it was a coral reef. It was in a mountain and it said it, it was um, a coral leaf, a, a coral reef hmm. 33 million years ago. Like, oh, so it should have been underwater. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. I, I, I hmm. kind of didn't get what they were, are they trying to say the water, are they, is it to sell that, the kind of, the flood, flood. whatever uh-huh. do you know uh-huh. it says this was a so. coral reef 33 million years ago yeah i find that pretty wacky i find i find those things to be kind of wacky um 
when 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 we're told that everything was underwater because then it begs the question where did the water ultimately settle where did the water go if it's a closed contained system and everything was flooded at some point where has this water gone how do how do, how do we have reseeding um yeah, how did it where did it go where did it exit where the story go? doesn't make sense like as to yeah. why why it would have all been underwater but yeah. Murph knows a bit about whether it was in the water or not. Than it. <laughs> <laughs> lately, lately, my 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 thinking has been that the uh, the flood stories are are mostly uh, false uh, to basically take away the idea that water is uh, constantly self generating. Mm. Um, I think water is a complete psyop. Um, we're buying water, the scarcity of water. Yeah. The scarcity of these resources, oil, water, it, it all, and it all, um, it all ties into really what I think is probably, probably the most important side of all, which is the, uh, like the, um, the energy, the, the energy, uh, uh, meta hoax, I guess, uh, the whole thing of, mm -hmm. of, uh, of denying, you know, the reality of energy and reality, reality of the earth. And the fact that, uh, and, and we were talking last week and I was watching some videos this week, uh, the videos of uh, the volcanoes in, in Iceland. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think the, I think that Rambo is completely right on this volcano stuff. I had heard of the volcano theory, volcanoes being fake theory first from Aaron Dover. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thought that was just kind of more of his wacky uh, when he kind of flew into uh, absurdity. But I, didn't, I don't know, it's, it's just something I, I didn't really get into those particular videos. But I think Rambo is completely right. I think the majority of the volcanoes that we see are, are, are uh, are not real and kind of to kind of to give us the idea that the, the earth is just full of this uh, molten lava lava and not water mm. magma molten that's like this the austin power thing <laughs> the liquid hot magma at the center of the earth yeah those volcanoes look they look so fake they you know do. And the, the pompeii story with the you know you guys were saying last week yeah um, you know the, the image of the 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 the, the lovers at the bottom of the grave, like oh, holding God. each other. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yep. Yeah, because it, it they the volcanoes really they tie into so much of the fakery, you know. And they, they you know I feel like whenever we see pictures of dinosaurs and stuff, there's always volcanoes erupting in the background. That's a big part of the volcano. The the volcano trope is 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 that you know is back in back in this like paleolithic era that volcanoes have always been creating the land. Um, yeah. The fact, the, the fact that Tom, the, the, the fact that Tom Hanks was in the Joe versus, versus the volcano is uh, sufficient proof enough for me that volcanoes are fake too. <laughs> <laughs> right? Joe like versus 90, Like 1990, 1989. I think it was with Meg Ryan. Early Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Mm. Early Tom Hanks, when he was considered like a romantic lead. Remember? Yeah. Before Ben Stiller took over for him. <laughs> in your mind. Yeah. I'm sticking to it. I'm sticking to ben it. Stiller's, ben Stiller's gonna be in James Bond next. You. you know it. Yeah. He's gonna be like he's gonna he's gonna be on um, People magazine's sexiest man alive, a twenty twenty one edition. One hundred percent. I'm 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 putting my stake in the ground now. <laughs> Well, I, I think since we made it, since we made it back to Tom Hanks, that was our first, our first Tom Hanks reference of the entire episode. I think this is a really great, really great time to take a break. Talk it's actually now 23, 33 here now. 
2333. You know, I have ever since Murph planted this in my head, I see 33 everywhere. Murph, I'm looking at you right now. You've got me on the 33 track. Before I was like, oh, one, 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 one. Ooh, you know, four, four, four. But now it's like 33 only and every time. <laughs> That's all I get. That's all I get now is my 33. So <laughs> thanks, Murph. <laughs> All right, well, let's take a quick break and we'll, and we'll be back in a bit. I was, I was thinking of something that I posted in the past and it's, it's a bit of a fun one. It's about a character and it's Gordon Ramsay. Do you know who Gordon Ramsay is? Oh, yes, of course. The chef, the chef who's, who's the yelling main. at everybody. Yeah, so we've got like this known world known chef character in my opinion is a character and he's so and angry I, I, I right he's always yelling and yeah and i don't know whether i don't believe he wears a mask but i do believe he is just a character that's been put on sure. to play a part and he's he come out of hell's kitchen that's where i first he come onto the scene in hell's kitchen mm -hmm. and what are the chances his name is ramsey like <gasps> Is it show us he's got a fake name? Because what are the coincidences? His name is Gordon Ramsay. And, and the he's ram from... is on this sigil of Lucifer, right? Or the yeah, yeah. the mm. Satan Satan thing, and and then he's in Hell's Kitchen. That's where he comes oh, onto the scene. Balfamet Satanic Goat Ram. Oh, yes. Okay, so the like ram there's something in it. I, I don't believe Hell's in coincidence. No, I never made that connection before. That's wild. I never made that connection before. Yeah. You know, you know where you've heard that one. Well, John Benet yeah. Ramsey. Is it all sort of a? Yeah, I absolutely think that the Ram and John Benet Ramsey is pointing to two things. It's pointing to this whole idea of the satanic ritual abuse, the satanic yeah. ritual killing. And then you've Ram. got Ramsey in Hell's Kitchen. It's kind of the hell. The it's all yeah, Satan, Hell, the whole world. So so Ram on that side. However, Ram also means random access memory in a computer ram ramsey jamane ramsey didn't exist she's a computer figment of a you know a computer computer program jamane ramsey as random access memory feels a lot feels on the nose just as much as as the ram pointing to uh the satanic ritual part of the story because that is that's what the story was of John Benet Ramsey that's the, that's what the public got fed they got fed this really torturous really horrific oh I mean honestly it, it's like a snuff I film. don't think the name is crazy. Ramsey is a coincidence that it's oh. with these satanic kind of and huh. the hell and all these it's, it's so all Hell's Kitchen Hell's Kitchen you so can his name in my yeah. opinion that can't be a real name nope and I think you're right. It's probably a real person. I don't think he's wearing a mask, but I bet it. Yeah, it's like a it's like a played for life. It's a character played for life. The same as uh, Anthony Bourdain. I bet. I bet. And his name is like Chef Boyardee. I Bourdain. know. It's, ridic Bourdain. it's ridiculous. And how Anthony Bourdain died the same weekend as Kate Spade. Remember? It right was after. Right after he made, he posted that, uh, that he, has, he had information on Hillary that yes. would lead to his death. And, and 48 hours later, he's dead in France. And it's, oh, my uh, gosh. Oh, so, okay, so a little bit of a tidbit on that one. 
I was, at that point, I was very into, I was into the whole thing. I mean, I was, I was in it, need, I really believed that all of this stuff was going on. And when Bourdain was talking, when Bourdain was like signaling towards this and then he dies and Kate Spade was, there's all these connections with her and then she died. I mean, I was just, so I was on a cruise. I was on a cruise, supposed to be unplugged, you know, completely unplugged out my, my phones in, in the, in the safe, you know, like totally disconnected, like a cheap last minute cruise, just going to get away from all things technology. But of course, like what you can't get away from is the little TV in the, in like the shoe box that you're in. And it's like, and it's CNN and CNN is just like, it's just, you know, case Spade dies. And then immediately Anthony Bourdain dies or one or the other, but it was happened within the, the couple of days. And it's during this stretch that we're on this like five day cruise and in the five day cruise, two people die. And that's all, that's like all we're saturated with. And it's my realm. And in my mind, I'm like, told you so, told you so, told you so, told you so, yeah. told you so, you know? But I was just boiling over with what I believed was this deep proof of this world. And now I see it as just characters exiting. Yeah, and that is life. the conspiracy theory. That's yeah. where it wasn't well, wasn't the common denominator in all these things. And the reason one of the one of the hallmarks of the whole conspiracy theory that they were all uh, they were all um, they were all hung by a red scarf by uh, from a from doorknob. Correct me, right? Which just by the laws of physics, how can somebody hang themselves from a doorknob? And that was the thing. Right? Also, Robin Williams had the same, he met the same fate, a, a, a doorknob. Um, and yeah, people were saying Anthony Bourdain's almost like seven feet tall. He was a very tall guy. Like he was a big, big boy. And there was no way. the Avicii guy. Do you remember Avicii mm -hmm. and that big, of... The DJ, the DJ, Avicii. Yeah, yes. and he had like a music video showing like... Yeah, I I sent that to people. He, and he I was told... going to be outing, Avicii was known for, just like Chester Bennington, just like um, the other, Chris Cornell, Chris they, Cornell, Avicii was known for being like going to be outing the world of global pedophilia, dot, dot, dot. And then he's offed. That's a template. That That's a template. Though, kind of, you, you was kind of to look at that as though it was a message of him showing what's going on in the video yeah. and he's kind of the deep kind of state took him out the yeah. deep state yeah. took him out <laughs> yeah. or was it the Jesuits <laughs> yeah <laughs> the Jesuits. it was pandas man pandas did it <laughs> oh my gosh what if pandas are behind this whole thing <laughs> <laughs> hey I was looking at them somebody sent me a, a link to say like when you look online and look at old pictures of pandas there uh -huh. is none no, 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 they're not there. I was not. No, no, I fell down this rabbit hole recently. Rambo, I put this whole little thing together and it just did it to you. So pandas are, they really weren't even introduced into the United States awareness. Nobody in the United States had ever heard of the word panda until 1930. And one came into Murph, one came into Brooklyn, like a panda, a panda came into Brooklyn and was like in the middle, like a little street carnival in the middle of Brooklyn. And that is how the world was introduced because it happened in New York and when happened, things happened to New York, even if it existed in China before, but since it happened in New York, then the whole world learned of the pandas in 1930, even though they supposedly existed in prior to that. Same, same as COVID. COVID was unfurled in Queens. Yes, sir. Right. It, it, which is interesting because uh, guess where the Spanish flu, the first recorded cases uh, or supposedly eight out, outbreak, was in Queens as well in 1918. Wow. And, 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 and I thought Queens, Corona, Crown, Queens. And, and, and guess what, what County Brooklyn is called, is? 
because everything in New York City, everything, everything in, in New York City is broken up into uh, counties, whatever. Kings County. Shit. Okay, we were Kings, just talking Queens, about Kings. Corona. Oh my God. Yeah, we Very were just weird. talking about that with the Evergreen. How you know it, it, it's not the word Evergreen and the word King seem to seem to find each other in a lot of these stories. And the, yeah, and the King, Kings County is where the first coronavirus death happened in Kings County, Washington. And it was at an Evergreen Health Medical Center, Evergreen Kings. And then just recently, the Evergreen ship, which was lodged in the canal, quote unquote, big, big air quotes on that whole sentence. It was lodged in the canal. And once, once it was freed, we learned it was helped free by the rising tide, which was known as in this time of the year, it was known as the King Tide. So the King Tide released the Evergreen so we're back to King and Ever. Okay. And obviously it was, they released it after six days uh-huh. and then the traffic backed up for three days. Uh-huh. It's like always the imagine. codes all the time. Just imagine. And I can see why people do believe it is a satanic kind of thing. I can see that. Do you know how people, when you see these numbers, obviously that's not what I kind of believe in the satanic. I don't believe in Satan. I don't believe in the Satan. I, I just don't believe well, in Satan. Maybe just, that's just a word to describe I the think evil. It's energy. I, okay. So, you know, okay. Satan is Lucifer. I think it's, I think it's, this is about Lucifer. Like whoever's taking our loosh is, what are they doing? They're a loosh. They're like, they're, <laughs> they're looshing our loosh. Like what if this whole thing is really, it is about our energy. It's about our, like the negative energy. It's about our, it's about our loosh. The whole idea of hell, the whole idea of Satan, the whole idea of it is like the most loosey thing you can imagine. And we teach kids about going to hell and going to the fiery depths of hell for all of eternity. We teach this to children. The same time we teach them about the electric chair, it seems to be a lot. And at the same time, Santa's watching you all the time. And so good luck with life. Good luck living a, living a non-traumatized childhood. But I think there's something, I mean, there's something going on, on, on all of these stories and all of, you know, everything is designed to get our energy out. And if Lush is real, something is taking it. It's, 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 there's, there has to be something on the receiving end of this, of this energy swirl. We talked about the lines and the swirling at the top of the, you know, with the, with the black and white. And I think the, 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 Murph, you hit on it perfectly. If you were to rotate that 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 you know plane, that eight by eight checkerboard, that sixty four checker square checkerboard, the chessboard, if you were to rotate that in time, it would become your your hypnotist's uh, uh, swirling swirling vortex, like a pendulum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That those uh, those uh, those swirling black and white twilight zone style vortex lines that you know those, those hypnotize us those get us into and so i think that that is kind of like the the, the movie have any of you ever been hypnotized never no, i haven't I've, I've had it attempted and it didn't work i've hypnotized myself though i mean i've been driving i've been on a drive and all of a sudden it's an hour later <laughs> and i've been driving i'm not getting in the car with you i'm not getting in the car with you <laughs> please don't i'm actually a horrible driver to be honest i'm you do not want to be you do not want to be in a vehicle with me no um, i looked I can, up and it was an hour later <laughs> i can i can parallel park like nobody's business i can parallel park but i can't drive you i can't drive i can't but i it's weird it's weird to have that thing i just get geometry really well in the, in the vehicle but my spatial awareness while driving is, is absolutely horrific and I zone out quite easily. So you don't want me on the road. And so I try not to drive. 
It is matter. You can just kind of go on like an autopilot, can't you? Then... There is something called road hypnosis. It's a thing. It's a th- you know the, the the striping, which is a new term, a new term that I just learned. Uh, is uh, all the, all the stripes on a road are called is called striping, and the striping can be such that. Uh, it, at night, especially the white striping on a road can hypnotize you. It's a, it's a constant repetitive, especially with that soft vibration of the, of the seat of the cement of the asphalt. Like there's, there's, there's a constant hum. There's a constant vibration. There's a reason that parents drive their kids around at night to make them go to sleep. If they have a really fussy baby, you know, you'll put your kid. You believe, do you believe in hypnosis? I I'm not sure because I've never had it done, and I know someone who's yeah who's had yeah, it done and I think so. said it's works and stuff. But I think there's yeah, a lot just, we don't know about our brain. I think there's a lot we don't know about about hacking you know our you, brain. You know what's really cool? Have you guys ever tried uh, n- neurofeedback? Uh-uh. What's that? No. But basically, it was just I was going through a period and I was kind of anxious, and uh, I did something where you literally sit there and they put headphones on, right? And I, I don't know what kind of device it is, but it's an electrical device. And it basically like get, gives you pulses and all these little like, like things like, like a, uh, on, your, on your head. Mm-hmm. And it basically just gives pulses and, and you watch like a video mm-hmm. and, and you focus your attention. And literally like an hour later, you feel as if you took like, you had like a massage for a week. Amazing. Most relaxed, one of the most relaxing yeah, things like ever Amazing. A thing that's being pushed now, kind of on YouTube and stuff, and it's called ASMR. Have you heard yes, of it? Yes, the soft, like the sound, of, soft sound. It's kind of a hypnosis, yeah. And it's like people whispering and stuff, and they like label the videos like toxic energy yeah. pulling and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And people genuinely go to sleep off it and stuff, do you know. And it takes the energy away yeah. from them. I'm open. I'm open to it. I think there's so much about our our awareness and the way that our 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 cognitive experience mixed with our synesthetic experience, this physical experience mixed with our emotional experience mixed with our just general awareness and the vibrations. It's all very powerful. Like we live in a powerful realm. Energy abounds. Everything is energy, and it. And I think that there are certain things because they say, if you listen to the ASMR, you'll get those like tingles in the back of your head as if you were like scratching your yeah. head with one of those head scratchers. I haven't, I haven't dipped my toe far enough into ASMR to, to know if that, if I, I, I it doesn't seem like so far. It I don't think onto your mainstream YouTube yeah. page though. And that's where I'm a bit concerned of what is the, there's a reason that it's being pushed. You don't have to search for it to come up on your YouTube, you know, you know what it stands, do you know what it stands for? I, I don't. Yeah, autonomy sensory meridian response. I think it stands wow. for autonomous. So automatic, without without you without you doing it. Autonomous sensory meridian response. Oh. Tingling sensation that typically begins on the scalp and moves down the back of the neck and the upper spine. So I have experienced this, but it's with one of those head scratcher devices, and that was like it's like literally gives you that that sensation i've never experienced that sensation through spoken and some word. of these have like millions of millions of subscribers yeah. like and i believe them ones are actually like put on as we've we've, we've said before like the that youtube has its own actors i don't disagree with the with the with the premise that yeah. that, that 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 passively because when you say autonomous sensory meridian reaction reaction response. is the last word. response yeah, response yeah. Response. 
and basically it's kind of similar to like when when passively we sit in front of a tv and watch tv shows and, and have the words the colors yeah the wow. symbols uh, or the, the subliminal the, the subliminal things yeah. that we don't pick up on um mm -hmm. just in the same way the same way that we used to sit around and talk about the purples the yellows and grays yeah. and all these other and all of these like the masonic like uh, what is the white and black stuff mean yeah. majority of people watch it without thinking any of these things at all probably and would think that you know we're just nitpicking and being crazy yeah. um so, so the asmr stuff i mean you know people do get hypnotized by by the shows they get hypnotized by the news yeah. hypnotized by everything you know so so i think in a way it's like kind of like a, a disclosure in a weird kind of way also yeah i think you're right I think it's telling us, reminding us that we are easy, our, our brain is easily hacked, easily hijacked, easily influenced. I was thinking when Rook Rambo was talking earlier, and it seems to be a kind of theme, because um, you know uh, that he that he that he feels so great. He has no he has no um, he has no uh, no ang no anxiety. Yeah. Um, you were talking about how you're feeling spirit feeling, feeling spiritual. I see your fleets. The 33s are knocking you over the head. 30, <laughs> the 33s are knocking me over the head. And a lot of Everywhere. people, I'm getting, I'm getting direct yeah. messages, direct messages from people that are kind of, everyone's kind of going through a similar kind of thing. Yeah. Um, we're so, being spoken to. What, what, what I think we're seeing in, in real time is like what, the positive effects of a, of a positive social network. Yeah. 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 I'm there. I really do. Yeah, I think so too. I really do. I, and I, I asked the question yesterday. It'd be somebody, I think it was that Phoenix Rising, I think, uh, yeah. account. And he was, wrote something about, um, I'm assuming it's a he. It seems like a he, uh, maybe whatever. I don't know what it is, uh, what he is or she. Uh, and he said something like, you know, I, I'd be so ha happy to be in this community and find people like that. And yeah. I thought to myself, like, if I hadn't found people like you, if I hadn't found people like Rambo, and I had, it, but that was, I think I said it last week, but it, if I hadn't met you guys, obviously I wouldn't be thinking these things. But just for argument's sake, if I did, you come come across this stuff on your own, and you have nobody to talk to. So, so the weird thing is like we're assuming that all these people out there on the streets who are covered in masks and covered with all this crap uh, aren't thinking the same kind of thoughts that we are. Maybe they are. They just don't know that we exist. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, I, I'm probably underestimating the power of humanity at the, the capacity to comprehend. I, I, at the early, earlier in the show, I called everyone zombies. You know, obviously I'm writing people off. Obviously, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think that I'm assuming just because people are in the slipstream that they're, the, the, that they're totally in it and, and not also questioning and not also searching and not also just waiting for that spark, just waiting for that thing that, they can grasp onto that makes sense because uh, that's why you guys yeah. kind of try and have to plant the seed but don't force yeah. anything just plant little seeds and then someone might come back and say oh i'm seeing the the color purple or i'm seeing yeah. the 33 or i'm seeing and that's kind of where it comes from you know and yeah. sometimes i'll plant a little seed of oh the, when you look on the news so it'll be purple and you look at it and say oh yeah there is purple in this now you know, that you mention it mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's a fun one. The purple. That's a fun one. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere. And it's, it, that's just crazy. I think some of the people are misinterpreting the purple and just seeing it all, all purely as, a, as, a, as, a, as a, from a negative standpoint of, of being a deceptive kind of thing mm -hmm. that's connected to something like a bad force. 
I don't think it's, I don't, I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's that. In, in, in order to think that purple is evil, you have to think that Prince was evil. Come on, Prince was not evil. Let's not kid ourselves. Well, I think Prince was a fantastical character who died a very Lucy death. Well, I don't know. I just look at him a musician. You can't listen to Purple Rain. <laughs> didn't, he collect, didn't he collect you, his awards as his sister? Prince also <laughs> died when I was on vacation. Oh my God, whenever I go on vacation, people die horrible deaths. I don't stay even home. go on vacation all that. I know I need to stay home. I don't even go on vacation all that much. But yeah, I was on, I was on vacation when Prince, when Prince died. Purple. Very strange situation as well. You know, you mentioned Murph, you mentioned Michael Jackson's, we're talking about Lucy deaths. Why not? You brought, him up. You, you brought I him up. I, I brought him up. I brought him up. We're yeah. talking about <laughs> so Michael, I'm just to say, you are behaving. Just to say, Michael Jackson's death scene photos are entirely purple. The room is just full purple. The purple full. <laughs> purple full. He died by overdose of literally purple full. He was full of purples. The room was full of purples. I rest my case. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, purple. Yep. Whole lot of purple there. Sold a lot of albums since then too. I know. Which makes me think, you know, I feel like the death is just another chapter in a long, long story. You know, the death, the death does for, for, for regular Joe Schmo's death is is you're you're done your your scene's done and you know what you know what I'll be honest if I was that talented mm-hmm. I'd fake my death too <laughs> think about it if you're that talented would you want to be constrained to one one person your whole entire life that's a great point and you're probably right that's why they that's why if you're if you're right about uh, Michael Jackson starting over as Jack Crooner it totally makes sense why would you want to be you could you could you could you could end an illustrious career, but why do that to yourself? If that's really your end goal, why why make it this horrific car crash of a death? Why make it so loose? Why so make it no so... one's looking for it? Like they kind of um... give the pedo story, so they kind of ended his, ended him like that way, didn't they? With yes. Jackson, for instance, they give him all the pedo, everything, and then he... yeah. shock and awe, shock and awe. <laughs> You're Back right. to the theater of war, shock and awe was the phrase of the uh, 2001 of going into, going into Iraq and Iran. Oh my gosh. Yes. Shock and awe. George Bush. 9-11, shock and awe. Everything shock. shock, and awe. shock and awe. If, you get the, if you get the energy, if you get a, vort- a creative vortex of energy, yeah. you, you, create a, you create kind of, uh, not a vacuum, but you create a space where you can put an idea in mm. which it can take place because the, the emotions there, the, it's, like any, it's like somebody sweet talking somebody at a bar. I mean, it's really no different. Yeah. It's, we are just, our our vibrations create the world we live in. Like the energy we bring into a situation can, can, can create the train tracks for how that situation will go. You can, you can, you can be energetically more powerful than other people in your surroundings and you can change the entire reality for everyone in your surrounding because your energy is so strong, you know? And when you magnify that, that that can happen just at a party, you know, someone who's really vibrant can walk into the room and light up a party that was kind of dull or someone who's a real, you know, stick in the mud can walk into a room and really bring down, you know, bring down what could have been a really enjoyable time. So that can happen on a, on a moment by moment level on just us as individuals. And we see it all the time in our daily lives. Imagine that times a million times 
a billion, how many billions of people like with event, an event like 9-11, if they can, if they can, if they can direct our energy with these, with these global events and they, and it is, it's a, it's a shared global experience. We all experienced 9-11. It imprinted on us. It's, 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 it, you, it's, you really, you can, I can't think of a more energetic experience, you know? So these, these, these things, it's concentrated energy. It happens to all of us. Something, something is, is a result, is a result from that, you know? And some people can't, you know, this goes back to our Mandela conversation is the Mandela effect a byproduct of these energy shifts and the whole, because the energy shifts, the whole world changes. I've heard that at one point I probably considered that, but now, no, I think that's just all hogwash. I think that they do this energy stuff just to keep us imprisoned in a, in a prison of fear, just to make us, just to fuck with our brains. I'm sorry. I've cussed twice on this. I've cussed many times on this. I guess I'm a little riled up. You're the host. You're the host. Can't do it. <laughs> I might, if you guys hear beep on this episode, it's because I'm beeping out my F words. I don't know if I'm even allowed to say that word, but I um, haven't cursed it. Really? I don't think I've said the F word. <laughs> Yeah, of course we fucking can. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Rambo. Thanks, Rambo. Rambo, break out the big guns over there. <laughs> <laughs> now all I can picture is Rambo with like Uzi, you know, like whatever. Those, yes. yes. <laughs> who, who said pandas? <laughs> who said pandas are real? <laughs> no, that's amazing. <laughs> I was looking at like other animals as well. I was looking at the sloth. Oh, yeah, Have yeah. You seen sloth the sloth? Is... Fuck the sloth. Fuck the sloth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're even wearing little bandit, like bandit masks, you know? Yeah, and you keep us, that's where the avocado comes from, from the sloth. What? An avocado? We wouldn't have avocados if it wasn't for the sloth. Mm. And avocados come from sloth poo. No That is what they they kind of tell us, that there wouldn't be avocados if there wasn't sloths. And apparently there's only 48 left in the world or something I was Only reading. 48 sloths left in the world? Yeah, so that's, I just see, when I see that, I just see the number three, so it's the number 12, number three again, you know. That's, <laughs> there's so, no way sloths are real. Now that we're talking about it, there's no way a sloth in, could exist. You put them in the, the kids' films, is it in the yeah. Ice Age? The, the that thing would get were, eaten in a minute, very, in a millisecond very, in the wild. A very ugly word. Sloth. sloth. And that's another sloth. one. Oh, God. That's another one. When it comes to the birth, you can't. It's it's Stop. supposedly like a very rare experience that not many people will ever witness, and there's like videos of it happening online of searched sloth births. Oh my gosh! But, Y'all, they have the curved really fingernails. See. Sloths have the curved fingernails, like from the Guinness Book of World Records from from like last week. With those, Im- how do you live with the curved? fingernails and they're like oh they have curved fingernails because they're just so slow and it's like how do they do anything how do they not get eaten in the wild they have the curved fingernails just like the one we talked about last week these are, are so impractical it's just a, a lab made animal yeah. if it's even an animal at all mm. but that's assuming that they can make the animals in a lab can they i don't even know if they can well i but i believe like that's another thing like the evolution kind of thing where they show us we come from monkeys I believe that they do make animals in labs, and I think so too. like the, the they say like we yeah. evolutionized from monkeys, but was it man didn't come from a monkey? The monkey come from a man? Yeah, and yeah. That is the closest. I, 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 I don't know about all these things. Like 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 uh, 
I think the word is a miscegenation when like, yeah. you know, I think that that's used with people when they say like races mix, but, but animals, I don't think like you could, you can't put like a cat and a dog and like mix the mix them together and create create a third a third species from those two. I, I, mean, that, I think they kind of do. Like in, so I feel like everything like with the zoos, it's all part of the zoo experiences. All these animals are kind of made for our for yeah, our viewing and for part point. of our yeah. fantasy world. To both of your points, you can you Murph. To your point, you're right. You can't. There there are certain animals that you can't. You couldn't do like a fish and a bear. As persistent as those salmon are swimming upstream, they're they're never gonna they're never gonna mate with a bear. Yeah. But, but I mean, then they can make these big, massive fish with sharp teeth and stuff, whatever, <laughs> by crossing certain. I think certain sharks are fake. Again. I think sharks are fake. Same. That's yeah. sharks. Like jaws. The whole idea of jaws. Jaws. jaws just, it's all fucking. It's all fake. Oh man, I'm 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 off to the races now. It's all. <laughs> I, I believe the great white shark is fake. I think it's fake. I think it's fake. Huh. You guys, you guys are so jaded, so jaded. But they can, you know, back to back to Rambo's point too. I think that you can take animals that are close, and you can create an animal that can't produce, like a like a mule, like a donkey and a horse can create a mule, and it's like a very strong animal, but it can't produce. It's rendered infertile or something. The mixing, the crossbreeding into in a lab, they could maybe make anything from it. Like we see, like a Frankenstein animal, basically. You know, you know I think we're. I think. There are some pretty incredible basic things that we can do in a lab. I don't believe in CRISPR technology. I don't believe in gene editing in the way that they explain it to us through our mass media and through our Nobel Peace Prize winners from, for, for gene editing and stuff like that. I don't think that, that we can do it that much, but I think we can do a lot of manipulation with what exists here in the reality. I think that you can crossbreed certain, um, you know, like, like a fox and a... A fox, a raccoon mm -hmm. and a bear to make yeah. the red panda bear. Yeah. I feel like that's a crossbreed lab made And so I think that they have these designs. Like and I think that they tell us this too with these designer dogs that we have. Everyone's got these designer schnitzel, poodle, fraud and shoy Definitely, dogs, I've got, I've got know? one like, here and it, yeah. it's like a little wolf. And how has that been made? You know, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's, not, it's not a natural animal, you know, that was yeah. just here. It's like a little <laughs> fluff ball, but looks like a wolf. Well, and there's no way it's natural, you know, it's no been crossbreeded how they do with dog, how they make these like unhealthy dog breeds and stuff. That's all done through the crossbreeding, you know. Yeah. Whenever I watch those dog shows too, I bet those, you know, I wonder if any, I wonder if there's any CGI in the world of dog yeah. shows, the Westminster dog show. I've, I've never purple. Been seen purple. It's all purple. It is all purple for sure. Oh, the whole background, man. And I've got an full disclosure. I've got an English bulldog. Yeah, I'm. I've. I, I'm living with the kind of repercussions of having a purebred dog. There, there's a lot that goes on. They're. They're not the healthiest. They're not the healthiest stock. You know, it's. And a bulldog is kind of in quite a lot of dogs as well. Like yeah. that is like a base to a lot of dogs. The bulldog. Mm -hmm. You know, the it's bulldog. in quite a few dogs. Mm -hmm. And it's like with that dog, like say a bulldog, for instance, was that none of these dogs are like, as you say, biblical animals. So mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's like on top. It's new. It's new, and on top, but it's important. It's obviously really important for some reason. Like that we have dogs, and you know, I do kind of wonder. I wonder what is going on with the obsession with domesticated animals. I love my dogs, but it's a lot of work. And it's a lot it's a of business. It's, a, it's yeah, and it, and it's um, it's it, it's like 
I don't have children, so I'm going <laughs> to, I know that it's not like having kids, but it's, it's similar in a way that you literally can't do anything without considering the hydration, health, wellness, sleep, nutrition, uh, scheduling, uh, excrements of another entity. And that's what you do with kids. You know, it's, it's scheduling of bodily functions and, and they bring, they bring in these, <laughs> these designer breeds and bulldogs. It's a lot of work. They bring these in and they need a lot of work, a lot of healthcare. And it's a and lot of time. And a lot of money. Money. They're being made to be unhealthy and need all that money spending on them, I think. Is the whole idea of man's best friend a psyop? Is the whole idea of the domesticated dog a psyop to just siphon off some of our energy because no matter that- how beneficial the relationship is, it's going to be energetically loosey because eventually, no matter how great the dog is, the dog will die. No matter how great the pet is, the pet will die. We're Man's going to best have- friend is the, the dog spell backwards. You're the god of the dog. <laughs> god, the, you're, the dog is the god of you. You're the one following behind it, picking up its shit, not the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I'm bowing down. I'm literally bowing down behind my dogs multiple times per day. Your dogs better pack their bags. <laughs> I know. They're about to get out of here. Yeah, they're making life hard for me for sure. These, these little They're crying in the corner waiting, waiting to get kicked out. <laughs> they don't even earn their keep. They, Yeah, all they do. Oh, my God. And I'm mixing them. Like, I'm cooking them eggs for breakfast on top of their kibble. Like, they've got the, they've got, they've got the life, the life O'Reilly. Yeah, and it's interesting. Yeah, because I just want them to have a good life. I just want them to be healthy and happy. And it's like they're dogs. Oh, I have to the dogs are a psyop, really, aren't they? It feels like a psyop, and I never considered that before. I never considered that before until as, as becoming human vibration and really deconstructing all of these things. Because I always grew up with dogs. Dogs were part of my family, but our dogs would always die, and it would be like a it would be a really horrific sad sad time in our family and we always had english bulldogs it's kind of a thing it's very strange i grew up with them and they're always having health issues and so i had all these dead english bulldogs and these urns that we would get very strange very strange now only now am i looking back at all this stuff and going what does this all mean like why what does this all mean what is what is what is the common thread the common thread is kind of emotional trauma but you have know, you ever it, looked into a dog's eyes and you see a you see a soul in a dog? There is Don't a soul. You, there it is has a soul. emotion. It yeah. shows emotion. For sure, a hundred percent. Yeah, but according to this logic, I mean, everything's any every human relationship could be a psyop, right? Totally. I mean, yeah, detachment like is detachment is godliness through through the idea of of just all the Buddhist practices, all the the meditative practices. Throughout time, detachment, detachment, detachment of things, of people, of, of everything. And just, but we just can't help ourselves. It's just too good. It's just too good. This life's just people, too good. People like connections. Yeah. That's why, I mean, even if something is a psyop, everything is a psyop, really, when it comes yeah. down to it, right? I mean, so you could pick your, like a positive psyop or like a negative psyop. It's like black or white, yeah. And it's like pick your pick the way you see the duality. it. Duality. And you could see a good thing in a bad light, or you could see a bad thing in a good light. It really is the black and white is kind of ultimately just how we decide to to shine and reflect our own our own light. Well, well, really, I mean, you know, you, people can say it's positive energy or negative energy. It's really neither. It's really just energy. 
Mm. Yeah, it's what you make of it. Whether it's good or bad, you make, you choose. It's our interpretation. It's what you put out um, and how you perceive things, whether it's good or bad. Mm. That's how you can make it. If you start thinking, oh, I'm having a bad day, you'll have a bad day. Something else will, yeah, will come from that. Like, that's happened to me. Now I've just stubbed my toe and then now I've just spilt my coffee. And something yeah. that'll just keep going and all, all day. They even call it, what do they say? They call it waking up on the wrong side of the bed. They call it, yeah. So if you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, that's code for like your whole day is going to be shit. <laughs> no matter what happens, no matter what you do, it's all going to go wrong. You're going to spill the coffee in your lap. You're going to get stuck behind every red light on the way to work. Your boss it's your energy that you're putting out from but it's your energy experience mm -hmm. of the day it's, where you could have maybe just gone, oh, well, who cares, yeah. you know? Yeah. It is. We render as we go. You know, I, I say that a lot with uh, with my Maria. She's my favorite simulation theory girl, my favorite simulation theory sparring partner. And when we, whenever we talk about this realm and how we experience this realm, one thing we always, you know, talk about is the energy that we bring in and how that is coding in real time. If you were to think about like this binary zeros and ones all around us at all times, almost like the matrix with, you know, just the walls of green zeros and ones falling down just beyond the veil, you know, the energy that you bring into any situation, into every situation, your, your energy signature, your energy stamp is going to, to register, is going to imprint on, on that situation. And you're, it's going to be fundamentally changed simply by the vibes that you that you're that you're bringing in that you're that you possess at that at that moment and uh, can't fake said, energy you can't fake energy yeah yeah and and Murph you said on a podcast I can't I, can't, I think it was with the homewrecker and and they are just they're on fire right now I I've really loved listening to their their podcast or maybe it was on Conrad who's also on fire lots of good podcasts going on right now but you mentioned how like being on a bad date you know like you can't you can't fake your way out of that and you can't unfeel that there's something about that you either you're there jive or you don't and and there's nothing worse than that feeling of being kind of across from someone and and, and not connecting and like kind of pretending because it's it's so obvious and it's kind of excruciating on the other side of that you know like you're you're good friends and you, you know you're sometimes your family if you're lucky or like you're you know you're just significant others or you know or even you know exciting new relationship partners like you kind of you feel uh, a just a, a natural positivity around that person. And there's none of that like ho-hum weirdness, you know? Everyone has their own frequency signature and, and people can be, you know, you can feel closer to somebody who's, uh, you know, halfway around the world than somebody who's right in the room with you if you have differing uh, frequency signatures. From frequency level 33. Yeah. Yeah. We literally are. And, and I, I do think there was an energy shift. Like, I think there was a great reset. We won't, people won't realize it until it's a, after the fact. Mm -hmm. um, but I think there was, and I think that's what we're kind of all experiencing. Something with the energy, this, it, maybe the energy is more powerful um, and certain people are, are picking up to it because of the, the, their frequency and other people just don't recognize it. But I think that's, that's a large part of what was going on. Yeah, I agree. Wow. Yeah, these energetic shifts, an, ener an energetic shift, and we all kind of get swallowed into the vortex. It's 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 a vortex again. You know, it's 
It's the swirling everything, checkerboard back to everything it. Come, everything, everything comes down to vortices. Mm. Everything is born in a vortex. We're all born in a womb. We're all born in, a, in the uterus. The, 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 it all comes. It really. I was thinking about yesterday. Yes. Like the whole the whole energy trip. Right. Matrix. Matrix means womb. Matrix doesn't mean female or woman. Matrix literally means the the womb. W O M B. Matrix means womb. The, the energy stuff. I mean, I've spent months looking at the energy stuff, and really, what it comes down to is like the female anatomy. It comes mm -hmm. down to the vortex. Mm -hmm. it, it, the ram's head. The ram's head isn't about the satanic stuff. The ram's head. The ovaries, right? The, the ovaries. Yeah. The, the same thing on the uh, on ionic uh, ionic columns. Goes up. Oh, get, wow. it, energy goes up through the column and then it dispersed out through the left, through the right. The, the left and the right kind of uh, it's analogous to the ram's horn yeah. is the fallopian tube yeah. on the, either which side, the left and the right. Mm -hmm. It's 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 all the same. It's really all the and same the, thing. Yeah. The Adam and Eve kind of things too as well. Like they said, like Adam was first, but then they call the Eve of Christmas and Eve of New Year is it becomes comes first mm -hmm. so it's all from the woman that's you know so interesting the eve is always before wow but they tell us the adam was first don't they then he hmm. but that's that can't i don't believe that i believe it's like christmas eve is the day before the birth mm -hmm. and then the new year's eve is the day before the birth of the new year wow. you know so that <laughs> eve comes first but i think all, but i think also that that that, that in a way it's an allegorical and it goes back to the idea of that deception, that the, the, true in, the true intent of deception is not really to trick people, mm -hmm. right? That, that, that uh, basically great truths, right? Cannot, can't be revealed just by telling people like A, B, C, D. They have to be told through a story. Um, and, and, and like the Adam and Eve story. Yeah, it's deception. Logically speaking, Adam couldn't have, you know, couldn't have just come out of nowhere it, Adam would have come logically from 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 a female from from a womb, but that's the whole that's the whole thing. The womb comes the, first, always the beginning of life. Yeah, but, but, but yeah, but, but I think the great truth that's supposed to be revealed in that great deception is that these things are beyond our logic. There is it doesn't make sense, and it's really not maybe supposed to make sense. I mean, it's a great story. It's not supposed to make logical sense. But is it to discredit the creator? to say the creator made a mistake. I don't know. I, I don't think a creator can make a mistake. No, same. I feel like that's right. what I mean with the Adam and Eve story, how it is all a bit, it doesn't make sense, but all by design. You can't, you can't apply logic to these things and walk away saying, oh, that makes sense. Like anybody who will look at it logically is going to walk away an atheist. But that's the point. The point is that it's not supposed to be based upon logic. It's supposed to be based upon faith. Mm. Which is, I'm not a, I'm not a terribly, terribly religious person, but I think there's great truths even revealed in all this deception. Is it's not really deception? It's a story. It's like supposed to be like it's like a poem. It's not supposed to like go like sentence by sentence with perfect punctua punctuation. It's supposed mm. to convey a, convey something larger than itself. It's not prose. Things that don't make the make the, things that don't make the most sense are the most powerful. Hmm. Hmm. Because we're able to kind of lose our, hmm. Because they're fascinating. Yes. Okay. There it is. That's it. Right. That's it. Yeah. If, if, if you go on a date with a guy, the first date, and he tells you his whole life story, and you know everything about him, mm -hmm. 
You're not going to want a second date, will you? No. Maybe. Depends on how good the life story is. Touche. Touche. <laughs> it might be some story. <laughs> That's true. Could be. You never know. And it depends on how, how charismatic the storyteller is as well. There's a lot goes into that. True. Anywho, nothing about that. But you're right. God, well, that goes back to storytelling. That's how we started. The stories are so important. We want our stories. We we live in our stories, and and we'd rather be comforted by familiar stories than be hit over the head with a new and quite uncomfortable truth. Or reality, yeah. Goes back to also you, Murph, talking about hitting your disciples over the head like a Buddhist monk, really having to beat it in. Got to beat it into the brains. You know, sometimes it has to be not um, not a soft landing, but a but a but a crash, but a crash. And someone there was there was a someone actually commented about that about some sort of like sonic wave about how kind of getting into this mindset, this everything is fake mindset can be a little alarming, can be like personally a little chaotic. But if you let it just, if you just kind of loosen up and let it wash over you kind of like in waves, it's not so overwhelming. And it's actually quite, quite cathartic as well. You know, I thought that was interesting. I think I tagged you guys on that when I, when that came through, because I, I understood what they meant. This, this stuff is weird to think like this is, is, is different and weird and it's uncomfortable sometimes, especially when you hold on to things so tightly and dearly to, 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 to question things that you hold on to tightly and dearly is, is not, is not very fun or comfortable. So, yeah, but it's freeing. I want to, you know, very I, freeing. I, Rambo, really... I want everyone to feel like Rambo feels. I want everyone to feel like I feel. I want everyone to feel like you feel Murph, you know, except if you drink all that call that coca-cola coca-cola it's okay it's okay (laughs) we all have our things i've got my things too it's interesting though our little i remember my favorite my favorite treat as a kid was drinking coca-cola ice cold coca-cola out of a as a glass glass bottle that was there's nothing better in the world than ice cold coke coca-cola cc33 cc33 baby you know it you know it. you know it has to be just like as i say just like i always say it absolutely has to be purple you know it absolutely has to be 33 absolutely has to be oh the, the, the reason why i do that on my timeline is because i i'm, I'm not only you know I'm not only interacting with people that I already, you know, like the like us, you know? Yeah. Like I'm like, there's, there's young people. Mm-hmm. And when we... it's exciting. You're like, who's going to be in our crew? Who's going to be in our little, our little, you know, to, for, to borrow from the Q community, who's going to be in our digital army? You know, we need more digital soldiers, whatever. But, but, <laughs> you know, the most exciting thing, the most exciting thing is, young guys yeah. who, who like, you know, it's, it's, I think young guys, I don't think have many places to go. They don't have many voices, many, many voices to believe in. Yeah. And the, the young generation, the 17 year old kids are the future. Like, I mean, if I don't, I don't even bother anymore. Yesterday, somebody called me an agent, you know, and they said that they don't believe in free energy. It doesn't even, doesn't even bother me anymore because 
I'm not going to waste my time getting upset about some, you know, 35, 40 year old guy who, who's, who's arguing with me like an old curmudgeon about something stupid when there's 17 year old guys out there who are dying to like talk about things that are interesting. Mm-hmm. So in that way, it's also kind of, uh, you know, it's where I put my focus, I think. Yeah, shine, shine your light where you think it's going to cast the farthest. Just saying what you feel and that's it. You're speaking your truth and it's not, it's your truth. It doesn't have to be true to anyone else, but if it rings true to anyone else, then... Lightning in a bottle. It is like lightning in a bottle. We're capturing this moment. We're capturing an essence, an energy of the moment. It's all, it's, it's like something that could only happen now. It's at this nexus, this, this, this center point of all of these paths. It's a vortex. We're at the center of this vortex of all of these paths conjoining around each other at this swirling center. And we seem to have like found ourselves at the very, at the eye of the storm, which is the calmest, right? Don't they always say that? Like there's absolutely, don't they always say at the very center of the storm? (laughs) In a few weeks we'll be screwed. (laughs) No, I think we're always gonna stay in the center. That's what I think that's that's the metaphor. I sure hope hope I'm right and you're not, and then you're wrong. (laughs) But no, I think there's something cool. I think there's something, um, I I need to learn how to take a joke sometimes when 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 I'm on my high horse. Oh no, where'd Rambo go? We lost Rambo. Where's Rambo? He always disappears. <laughs> Where'd Rambo go? We'll, we'll get him back. We'll, we'll let him back in when he comes in. He's in a fight with the pandas. He's in a fight oh, with the pandas. Yeah, the pandas were like, cut it, cut him. <laughs> cut this guy off. What if there is like a, a, what if like the World Wildlife Federation comes after Rambo? <laughs> They're going to send their Jesuit assassin after Rambo. <laughs> They've got a lot of money. There's there's a lot of donations going to that worldwide lab with that panda logo. There's a lot of money going there every year. And the, the articles will be all coded. 33. Everything oh, will be in increments of 33. There's so much comedy potential here, right? And just yeah. like funny stuff. I mean, skits, potential skits. Oh, romance. Skits at the wazoo. Just imagine just doing skits with the purple. Although it's already being done. I feel like this is a skit. I feel like every every time I look at any sort of like... We might be the skit. <laughs> well, I've always thought that I was secretly hilarious. So I sure hope that I'm in this skit. I hope that I, someone's... I laugh. Oh, here goes I Rambo. Laugh. Rambo's back? Rambo's back. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> Well, we, we we had a whole thing that the the panda the World Wildlife Federation sent their Jesuit sent their Jesuit assassins. Better make sure you, you better make sure that you have your locks you, you, all your doors locked at night, Rambo. <laughs> yeah, you know pandas wear those like the sloths. They also wear those little masks, like little I, bandit masks. They're all I'm wearing. Posting the panda thing, I seen um, a promotion come up, and it was a bear advert of a, a panda on it. It's like pandas. I'm seeing pandas everywhere now. You know? Oh gosh, <laughs> infiltrating. <laughs> Yeah. They're black and white. We talked about that once before. You know, the pandas are a representation of that Masonic checkerboard. Oh boy. Oh boy. Boy, oh boy. And zoo animals, essentially, you know, if everything we're talking about is, is 
we're, we're talking about some big stuff. Essentially, we're the animals in the zoo. We are, we're the pandas. We're, yeah. we're, we're designed, you know. Everything just else is biologic. Just because we're biologic doesn't mean we're not machinery. And just because we're biologic doesn't mean we were, I mean, we know where we're designed. We're the creator. You know, if you, if you subscribe to any sort of religion, you believe in the, the, the design of humanity. And, you know, we could, we're biologic machines that 3D print other human beings. I think that's pretty, that's pretty insane. We're the, I believe we're the iRobot, like out the movie, like we're the, sure, kind of sure. the iRobot and have gained consciousness. I think, I think that we are, I think that, <laughs> yeah, I think that there's a lot more going on than just the magic and wonder of, of, of nature. I think that there is, and there's a reason that nature is mathematics based. There's a reason that nature has an absolute source code, that everything follows the golden ratio, that everything follows this, this fractal design everything in nature is is so is 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 so it's mathematical well i'm not i, I can't believe that pandas didn't come out of the test tube until i see one in the wild just yeah. walking along and i see a panda in the wild because it's not going to happen is it yeah and that's why they never give birth in zoos and when they do it's always this 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 rare 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 event and then we don't really see it we just see the video of it and it's ridiculous and it's like shooting out of their little pouch and it's the size of a yeah. chihuahua like you said rambo yeah 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 i mean that's wild to question pandas but and then you've got the kung fu panda that that then kung is brainwashing the kids to believe that it's a real thing and and back to childhood, if you want to introduce any sort of psyop, you have to cement it early. Space and dinosaurs. dinosaurs space everything. and dinosaurs. Space and dinosaurs, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's all planted from when you're younger, then you've got no reason to question it when you're older. But as I was saying, we're all programmed like those kind of the iRobots and the, the some gain conscious human consciousness. <laughs> are we the rogue elements in the machine yeah i feel like we Some are loose wires i feel like we're loose for sure i feel like we're loose wires. they're like what is going on in sector c33 i literally live on the 33rd parallel do, 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 do. my city <laughs> i was made for this fight yeah <laughs> We'll see what we what next week brings and what we're getting this yeah. week. We'll see um, what next what week brings. Lucy psyops come again. You know they will. The Jew, definitely, yeah. and I do expect an alien kind of thing <laughs> in the near future, and, and I also expect a kind of a nine eleven kind of event within this year. To be honest with you, I do. Twenty twenty one. I can it's see it. The year of the two threes. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Let's keep an eye a good on. One. Let's keep our real eyes, keep our real eyes trained on all this fakery. It's been another great one. Thank yeah, you so same. Much. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Have a good evening, guys. Okay. Good night. See you soon, man. Take care. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.